intelligence tells me that General Warhawk has been seen in Las Vegas. No sweat, Colonel. The force of freedom is on it. Hello, and welcome to Ramjack and the Champions of the Equatorial Guard. Greetings, everyone. I'm Alex, and joining me today for Ramjack is my good friend and my co-host, Brad. Hello, citizens. And my good friend and my co-host, Denver the Dinosaur. No, wait, I'm sorry. I got that confused with my fantasy. how could you confuse me with that giant green lizard? Oh, oh. No respect. No My respect apologies. at all. What? It's copyrighted? Uh, no politeness. No politeness at all. <laughs> Guys, you know who that is. That's our good friend and co-host, Jonathan. Hi. The once oh, and future sure. star of Rover Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Hey. Um, as you know, this is the animation month for Ramjack. August is animation month. And we are trying our best to get through it. We're because trying. Our best. Trying. We're really trying. Our best. <laughs> Denver was a pilot that lasted about an hour, and it's broke up into four 24-minute episodes. We're going to finish the second half of that. Did you just say four 24-minute yeah. episodes? Uh, what are you talking about? Is that true? I, yeah, I, Jonathan, I yeah. sent you a file that is only one file, but Alex originally sent um, it in separate pieces, um, which is why we did... Uh, um, the first mm-hmm. two parts um, last time, but it, yeah, it's one giant pilot R four R one R two. So it wouldn't have aired as one giant pilot, I don't think, unless they cut off an hour of time. It, it yeah, it definitely aired as one giant pilot because that's the file I found. Um, but they also aired as two parts. Okay, but Denver the last. But dinosaur, further, the, Ale- the part, yeah. the one that Alex found was then separated not only into two, <laughs> but again into four. I was about to say, I was a little confused because I don't think any shows back then were airing, you know, episodes that were shorter than you know twenty-one to twenty-two minutes. Nowadays, you'll get TV shows where, like uh, Steven Universe, will have like an eleven-minute episode. But back in the eighties, everything was like twenty minutes or bust. Nothing, I don't think, was shorter than that. Oh, yeah. So I was a little confused, but now yeah. I'm yeah. fine. Um, but hold up, Jonathan, because I, I think I'm going to throw you for another whirlwind. Because after we talk about Denver, we're going to be talking about uh, Rambo the cartoon. Rambo, Rambo the, the Force of Freedom. Yeah, Rambo the cartoon. Force of Freedom. <laughs> Killing disease is breathing. It's a weird cartoon, guys. Like, I'm not even going to... I wasn't prepared. I think I you mean Killing disease is breathing. <laughs> If Ramjack Knights Network ever gets the rights to Rambo the Car- Force of Freedom, we're going to have Stallone come in and redub the entire cartoon. Oh. oh, man. A cartoon for miserable little boys. Mean, miserable little boys. That's the audience I, for Rambo. Freedom Force Force of Freedom. I don't know if I saw the cartoon. Like, I feel like I must have. But, like, I don't... I certainly don't remember. I know I had the Rambo Big Wheel. We've mentioned that before. Uh, Old news. Like, yeah, I actually looked that up um, on Google, on uh, Google Images last night. And I was like, yeah, that thing was weird looking. It had a gun on the front. <laughs> Bizarre. Get him early. I remember, <laughs> I remember seeing the toys in the toy store, but I never saw the cartoon. Yeah, yeah I don't remember the cartoon. Um, and it is it is shocking. You know, Brad we doesn't remember the cartoon, it. and he tried to watch this episode of the cartoon, and he can barely remember it. So that's how yeah. easily this leaves the brain. <laughs> oh yeah, it's fascinating. Um, yeah, 
Yeah. So uh, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. But that's yeah, yeah. But we got lots of stuff road. to talk about yes, before yes, then. Yes, yeah. that's down the road. We got lots of stuff to talk about. Um, also, I just want to put a quick timestamp on it. Um, we are actually recording this on August seventh, which means it's yet another uh, election night. Um, so, uh, will we get some awesome results by the end of the episode again? Let's hope. It's all up to us. Fingers crossed. Toes crossed. <laughs> Not behind your backs, though. Not behind your backs. Right. You guys already know. You already know what happened. Uh, we're going to find out. Man, I wish I were. Yeah. I wish I was those people in the future. That'd be pretty cool. They know stuff we don't. Yeah. When do I die? What's it like there? Is it? Did you say? Hmm? Wait, did you say, do you know how I no, die? I said, when, when? When do I die? Oh, when do I die? I don't really care about how. <laughs> I mean, that is the thing about podcasting. You never know how far in the future this will go. So people in the future, listen up. Will I die before Brent Welder takes Kansas? What's going to happen? What a specific question. <laughs> That's an alien. Is there movie pass in the future? No. <laughs> Does oh, it ever succeed? Guys, guys, um, movie pass update. Um, have I seen movie pass this week? I have not. I was sick for like three days. So I, I stayed home. I did... Um, Friday night, I was thinking about movie passing, but I went to Hotopato, Tammy and Dan, and then I went to Best Buy and bought a television. Whoa. So uh, I own a television now, which is kind of crazy. Nice. Um, and I have uh, I have uh, election coverage playing um, just out of sight, so I can keep an eye on it. Ugh. You millennials in your screens, always yeah. distracted. So many screens now. Um, so I've, I've been watching that instead. But um, while I was ill, a lot of things happened with movie pass. Um, for some people, I know Evan hasn't been able to get into Movie Pass at all, which is crazy. I, I've, I've still had been able to log into things. They've definitely cut down the amount of showings, um, and they finally made an actual decision. As of August fifteenth, you can see three movies a month. I cannot, I cannot keep up with the continuing updates in their business model. I think it's utterly laughable and embarrassing that they're constantly, like not even like giving these updates a month, you know, yeah. like not even allowing them to breathe for a month before they completely get rid of them and replace them with some new tiered system or it's, or price rollout. It's it's ridiculous. It's yeah, it's it's just been it's been mild annoyances. Um, except for that period, well, I, I know, like, Evan and I know Tammy had some issues, like, being able to check into things at all. Um, I had, like, I had, like, 24 hours, I think, where I couldn't check into anything. Um, but then it was all fine, but there's less, less options. So, it hasn't really been too bad for me, but now we're this, now it's, now it's down to three. Which I'm like, three movies a month for $10, I'm still down. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang with it until it dies. If you hadn't, because, if you hadn't been sick as of late, what were you sort of itching to go see? Um, oh, there's a couple. Um, I still haven't seen Mamma Mia. Um, um, the um, Spy Who Dumped Me that was up on the list. Um, what else? Let me just see here. What is playing? Um, uh... Jonathan, you saw Mamma Mia, correct? Yes, I have seen Mamma Mia. I, Brad, I think you've already mentioned on the podcast that you haven't seen the first one. Correct. And I would assume that it's not absolutely necessary. It deals with characters and relationships from the first movie, but it's <laughs> it you you catch up so easily. I, I, yeah, I think I got yeah. the gist. It, it, I, don't, it I don't think tales it's as old as time. Well, it's so lost. It's also a much better. This this movie is much better than the first one. The first one, really? yeah, the first one's sort of mired in some 
pretty bad like diet Shakespeare shenanigans. And this one is sort of free to just be more like grounded in reality. Like nobody's keeping secrets. Nobody's like, <laughs> nobody's like running around behind closed doors. Like it's not a farce. It's, it's more of a like just grounded story with crazy ABBA songs. It's also so much gayer than the first one. And that's why I appreciated it. <laughs> <laughs> also, ABBA songs are just great songs. ABBA is a rock solid group. I've rediscovered that. Um, eighth grade, eighth grade is the other movie that is on my list yeah. to hit up with the movie pass. I think so. I might try and see that tomorrow. I haven't quite decided, but Brandon's a huge fan of that film, and it's been getting really fantastic reviews. They're doing like special screenings for eighth graders, even though it's rated R. Um, they're sort of waiving the R rating for like these special screenings, which I think is really cool. Um, what makes it R? Like, what gives it that R rating? I think it's kind of arbitrary. There's like a, there's like a light reference to blowjobs, and I think there's some language, and, and it got hit by an R rating that a lot of people don't agree with um, because the actual content is not, like, hard. It's not it's not like a rough film. I, don't, I think a lot of people are a little put off by that rating. Um, but yeah, Mamma Mia 2, just get ready, Brad. Get ready for that gay, gay movie. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. The, the Waterloo sequence is like very theatrical. Like it's staged in a way that's sort of, you can see it working on stage and it's very delightful. Very, just very goofy and, and dopey and silly. Um, <clears throat> so I have a headline just from today. Huh? As you mentioned, we are recording on August 7th. So this is old news for the aliens of the future who are yeah. digging these hard drives yes. out of the ice. Um, so MoviePass has a brand new venture if you can believe it. Gotti too. Well, in the past, they have supplemented films that were already, you know, on track. You, you know, they'd already been put on the production track. Now they're going to start making their own movies. <laughs> sure. And why not? Yeah, why not? The subsidiary is called Movie Pass Films. Makes sense. Uh -huh. And their first project is a Bruce Willis vehicle. It's called... 10 minutes gone. 10 minutes gone. It is about a bank robber who, in the middle of a bank heist, is shot by a bullet. The bullet removes 10 minutes of his memory, and he has to rediscover who amongst his crew betrayed them. And Bruce Willis, nope. Bruce Willis does not play that character. He plays a crime boss, so I assume that he is in the film... Mm, oh, yeah. 10 minutes tops, 10 minutes okay. gone, 10 minutes tops. <laughs> you know what? I, with that knowledge, I'm okay. I'm, I'm more okay with the movie. <laughs> you're, you're more okay with it now that you know that Bruce is probably far in the background. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, Bruce Willis is on my list of actors. I do not need to see their movies. Oh, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> like, I, and no, like, I've never understood the appeal of Bruce Willis, ever. I mean, there's a lot of people who, I guess, still adore that original Die Hard but I have a hard time thinking like what is sort of pop culture. I've seen it all the way through. What's pop culture canon for Bruce Willis? I guess the Sixth Sense, the Fifth I Element. It. I know a lot of people like the Fifth Element. Nope. Um, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Still never seen it. I'm just sort of speaking from like the very general like kind of yeah. pop culture. GI Joe canon. Retaliation. Sure. Oh, yes. That. Everyone was now very that excited. That I might see at some point. That I might see. Uh, Willis said he was, quote, excited to be working with producers Randall Emmett and George Furla again with their new venture movie pass films. That's not a quote, a human said. That is not something a real human being said. 
No. With their well, new adventure, movie pass. What if he, what if he did? Let's let's not assume that Bruce Willis is a real human being to begin with. Well, that's true. <laughs> so I maybe maybe he said it. So that's that's the big movie pass news for today. I have to assume that by the weekend we'll have three more changes in the business model, uh, and they'll start oh, okay. delivering groceries. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, by the time you're hearing this, um, it's it's gonna be like it's a different world. Um, uh, like the the elections have completely changed everything, and uh, yeah, it turns out uh, uh, Movie Pass um, makes hot dogs. Our so. our election yeah. system has completely changed. It is not a voter based system anymore. No. Uh, it is chosen by uh, a chicken <laughs> who is sent out to peck at a bean. Two beans. Oh yeah. Which employed by MoviePass. Oh yes, it's all run by MoviePass. MoviePass will now be our new government. MPE. Can, can I just make a new rule that like, um, don't show this like less than one percent of anything I'm reporting in. Is this Bill Bullshit. Maher? Are we doing Bill Maher's new rules? <laughs> yes, we're doing Bill Maher's new rules. Hey, Muslims have got to get out of the country. Also, Christians are mostly okay, um, but I hate religion. New rules. Um, don't don't show me zero point one percent precinct reporting in. Brad, it's going to be a long night if you start obsessing over those little numbers. <laughs> uh, well, I thought I, I thought we had a result, and I was like, oh, breaking news, and I was like, no, we don't. No, uh, no, no, thank. Brad, you're such a millennial. Jonathan, you put the idea out just out there, and I'm wondering mm-hmm. now what it would take if I go into Kroger tomorrow and say, guys, listen, what if we bought Movie Pass? <laughs> I think that would be all people. That would be an unwise decision. <laughs> no, listen, 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 Jonathan. You said it yourself. Here's the pitch: Movie Pass <laughs> could deliver groceries. What if you go to the movies and while you're at the movies, someone comes to your house, opens up the uh, like, just oh, unlocks the door, goes oh, in, put your this groceries is, this away. This is the creepy Amazon business model where my door gets opened and people are walking around. <laughs> yeah, they leave a Movie Pass somewhere in the house, like on your counter or just like in a place you'll find it, and then you get home, you're like, oh, Movie Pass was here. And then you go and you see your cabinets are overflowing with popcorn and whatever, what other items that you've bought. What? Now, you're only allowed three grocery services because you only... You're only allowed three groceries. Three <laughs> groceries. But what were the... You choose one. I'll take a milk. I'll take a cheese. I'll take an apple. Yeah. All right. Well, we were surged on apples. Ah. So we gave you an apple, um, a cheese, and... Um, uh, Larry masturbated in your bedroom. No, I, <laughs> that's that's weird. Don't worry, there's a camera pointed at your door. You can see everything that I do. I just open the door a little bit. No, cool. I don't like this. It's an honor system. You see, I can see that the camera's looking at me. I'm not going to do anything bad. Will I? <laughs> Brad Alex, would you like to play? I mean, we're on the subject. Would you like to play a game inspired by Movie Pass? Its very self. Sure. Yeah, why not? Fantastic. Uh, I'm going to explain the rules of this game, which is known as What Would Brad Movie Pass? Or WWBMP. We all got our little bracelets, our little rubberized bracelets that say WWBMP. Um, I have sent Alex and Brad a list of planned 2019 film releases. <clears throat> it is Alex's job to determine whether or not Brad would be willing to movie pass all of these films. Uh, Alex, you will be uh, earning points for every correct response that you provide. And uh, Thank you. The, the more points you earn, the higher status you achieve throughout the game. So let me just explain this real quick. If you get mm. zero to three points throughout this entire game, there are 56 possible points that you can earn. 
If you get zero to three, that's Rubik status. That's not, <laughs> that's not good. I was going to say chump, but Rubik, Rubik's better. He's our friend. If you get four to 15 points, that's Denver status. Slightly better, Ooh. not by much. Slightly better, not by much. Now, if you get 16 to 27 points, that's Rambo status. Okay? Movies as easy as breathing. <laughs> Eat sand, check faces. <laughs> get to a good Stallone. Um, if you get uh, 28, so 28 is the halfway mark. Like, if you can get above that, 28 to 39, uh, that's Captain N status. So we really want, we really want to be trying to get you to Captain N status, okay? And yeah. She-Ra status is 40 points and above. That's the t- that's the top tier. You want to be shooting for the power of love. Now, Brad, you're going to be going purely on instinct. So what we're going to do is, I'm going to. What, how do you think? I, I'm going to give the title of the movie, and then I think I'm going to just give like a quick log line for it. Alex, you're going to give us your answer, whether or not Brad would movie pass this or not. And then Brad, you're going to confirm if Alex is correct or incorrect. Does that sound simple enough? Yes. Yeah. Um, but how do the bonus points go? No bonus do? points. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. No bonus points. Um, now, can can we uh, assume by this that um, with movie pass, I will have at least... Um, Three options to use as movie pass in a month. Um, or I've yes. picked up, used another service like Cinema or A List or one of the other competing things where I can actually use it. Yes, in my yeah. hypothetical situation, they've brought back Unlimited, and you can do whatever you okay. want. All right, all right. Yeah. In, a, in a true movie pass scenario, you can see half a movie once a week. <laughs> That's what you can do in 2019. That's our shares are worth half a halfpenny. <laughs> Half a halfpenny, I do say. Uh, okay, so the the first title that we're going to throw out here is uh, the Lego Movie Two, the second part. That is, of course, the sequel to the Lego Movie. Alex, do you think Brad would movie pass this? Um, you gotta, on you, gotta own, you gotta, you gotta, was, you gotta. I know. Move I, fast. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess that he he will movie pass. Brad, it. is that correct? Absolutely not. Absolutely not, Alex. You do not have any points. <laughs> That was my gut feeling, but it's stop better. motion and not original animation. So I thought that might be something. What different. about Now You See Me 3, the second uh, sequel to the film Now You See Me? I don't think Brad would movie Brad, past. is that correct? I would movie past that. Whoa. I haven't seen the first two, but I I am interested. <laughs> okay, we are, Alex, got to do better, buddy. Got to <laughs> gotta figure out what that gut's Whoa. telling you. Um, what about Angel Has Fallen? This is the second... Uh, sequel in the Has Fallen franchise. So, of course, this was preceded by Olympus Has Fallen and London Has Fallen. Alex, would Brad movie pass this? Yes. Brad? Yes. Fantastic. Again, haven't seen the first two. Um, That's surprising to me. Okay. Um, What about Shaft? Now, this is a film starring Samuel L. Jackson as Shaft. It is touted as a reboot of the 70s franchise, but how, in my mind, it has to be a sequel to the 2000 film Shaft, which starred Samuel L. Jackson. If they're making a new movie called Shaft that stars Samuel L. Jackson, I have to assume it's within the same universe, but maybe I'm just going fucking insane. Uh, Alex, will Brad movie pass Shaft? You're not going crazy, Jonathan, and Brad will be front row and movie pass it. Brad, is that correct? Of course. Of course. Alex, were you with us? Didn't we see Shaft opening weekend? I don't know if I've seen Shaft. Oh, okay. Well, there was I a group of us. I did see Olympus has fallen. Uh, well, we've moved on. <laughs> I like this okay. group of friends that didn't include Alex. <laughs> yeah. He was definitely invited, but he probably had a made-up church thing. <laughs> oh, if it was in Jackson, I definitely didn't see it. 
I have to pray. Okay. I, I can't go see the black man in the movie. I have to pray. <laughs> what about Spider-Man Far From Home? That is, of course, the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming. Alex, will Brad movie past that film? Of course he's going to movie past that film. Brad, is that correct? Of course. You have three points, Alex. Oh, you're so close. You're you're so you're almost out of Rubik status, Alex. What about John Wick Three: Parabellum, the third entry in the John Wick franchise? Will Brad movie past that film? This is one other one where I'm questioning. I'm gonna say that he's not gonna movie past it. Uh, Brad, is that correct? <sighs> I haven't seen the first two, but I'm interested. I'll movie pass it. Really interested. Okay, so okay, Alex, I'm, I'm I'm afraid you were wrong in your instinct there. Uh, let's see how this. Uh, continues. What about How to Train Your Dragon 3, The Hidden World, the third entry in the How to Train Your Dragon animated film series? Alex, will Brad see that film? He can't be bothered. Can't be bothered. Nope. Brad is shaking his head. Uh, he no. is. Okay, great. You're correct. Uh, congrats. You're, at, you're in Denver status now. You're in the Denver Yay. tier. Um, what, about, what about M. Night Shyamalan's Glass? Uh, the film that brings together Unbreakable and uh, Split, those two universes coming together for the film Glass. Will Brad watch this film? Bruce Willis is in it. Brad will not see this film. Is that true, Brad? I didn't know this movie was happening, but fuck no, never. Never. Okay. It's M. Night Shyamalan, too. It's M. Night Shyamalan, Unbreakable, Bruce Willis. No. Hell no. Nothing about this, ever. What about Wonder Woman 1984, the sequel to, of course, the very popular... Uh, Wonder, I almost called her Wild Woman. <laughs> the very popular Wild, Wild Woman. Woman. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. um, the Of course, it's the sequel to Wonder Woman. Uh, Alex, will Brad movie pass that film? Yes. Brad? Of course. Yes. Correct. Fantastic. You have six points. What about James Bond 25? <laughs> is that the title? It is not the title. It is now known, it, tentatively known as James Bond 25. Alex, you know this answer. Who's the James Bond? You know who it is. Daniel Craig. Brad's not going to see it. Is that true, Brad? Are you bothered to see this one? <laughs> we discussed it in the last episode. Hell no. Um, Every James Bond actor gets one chance from now on. I, and Daniel Craig never again. I think the Daniel Craig films have come up consecutively for like the last seven episodes. <laughs> Somehow that James Bond <laughs> chunk of the franchise has come up every single time. So yes, that's the easiest one on this list. Um, Guys, if it was a new James Bond, Brad would be I there. Would, I would give not. it a shot and then say never again. I'm sticking with Timothy Dalton. What about Godzilla, King of the Monsters? This is, of course, the latest entry in the um, the the monster extended universe that is is it also going to involve King Kong later on down the road? I don't know about this one. I'm gonna err on no. He won't see it. Is that correct, Brad? <sighs> I no no. You're not gonna see it. No. Alex? I was going to say, maybe if I've been drinking or something, but no, no, I'm not going to see it. Alex, that's another point for you. What about Avengers 4? It does not have an official title, but Avengers 4. Of course he's going to see Avengers 4. Brad, is that correct? Of course. Yes. Okay, great. Uh, You're almost at uh, 10 points here. What about Terminator 6? Alex, Will, this, of course, uh, is bringing back uh, Sarah Connor. Uh, Linda Hamilton will be playing the role again. Uh, Will Brad go see Terminator 6? Of course he's going to go see Terminator 6. Yes, come on. Okay, well, don't yell at me. <laughs> no, go, Jonathan, like, why are you even asking a like, dumb question? You're being a dumb, 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 dumb Denver. <laughs> okay, you're at 10 points. Uh-huh. Can Alex get to Rambo status? What about It Chapter 2, the second half of the It duology? Oh, Brad will be there. Is that correct, yes. Brad? Yes, it is correct. What about Death on the Nile, the follow-up to Murder on the Orient Express, starring Kenneth Branagh as Hercule Poirot? I think Brad would see this. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, fantastic. We're at 12 points. What about 
Top Gun 2, Maverick. <laughs> Highway. Uh... I want to see Top Gun 2 Maverick because I think it's going to be silly and ridiculous, but I do not think Brad will see it. Is that correct, Brad? I will not see it, no. Okay, great. 13 points. Tyler Perry's A Medea Family Funeral. I wish Brad would go see this (laughs) in the movie theater, but he's not going to go see it. Is that true, Brad? I will not, no. Who died in the Medea family? Not (laughs) Medea. We we need Medea. She needs to stay around. What about The Secret Life of Pets 2, uh, the sequel to the not good but wildly popular animated film, The Secret Life of Pets, Louis C.K. being replaced by someone? He's been replaced. He's no longer playing the dog. Alex, what is your answer? He's not going to see this. No. Okay. Dogs, no. Uh, animated dogs, no. Well, Brad does like dogs, but not, not, not animated dogs, I would say. Is that correct, Brad? Correct. Correct. Um, what about Annabelle 3? Oh, Brad's going to go see that in the Is theater. Is that true, Brad? That is true. In fact, I just recently watched the first two Annabelle movies, which are bizarre. This one is apparently set within the entirety of the Conjuring Artifact Museum, and she apparently brings everything to life. <laughs> so it's like a Night at the Museum type setup. But horror. The crazy Whoa. thing about those movies is, because I did, I recently, like, in like the past month, I think, I watched the first two. Uh, well, just the fact that it's a spinoff of The Conjuring like yeah. into its own universe. And now there's The Nun, which is another spinoff within that. Mm-hmm. It's like a crazy tree of movies. But they're also, like... the fir- So the first Annabelle is a prequel, and then the second Annabelle is even before that. Um, so it's just prequels all the way back. It's a <laughs> hall of mirrors, this franchise. Yeah, anything I believe anything that doesn't have The Conjuring in the title is technically a prequel to The Conjuring films. But it's just the fact that they keep going backwards, because yeah. Annabelle, and then Annabelle 2 is before that, and The Nun, which is the next one, is way before that. And I, it's, it's a That's lot. That's pretty it's cool. I kind of like that idea. It's a lot. What about... And, but I, this new Annabelle is like all, is later... It's very confusing. Yeah, I'm not sure where. I, I guess she's in the Conjuring Museum, so maybe it's supposed to like jump back to our time? I don't know. Yeah, well, she's yeah. in the alternate timeline future state. Alex? That will eventually loop back around in the parabola. It's, not, it's crazy. <laughs> how how Goldbergian. Um, Alex, you are now in Rambo status. How do you feel? Yes. You have, you have achieved 16 points. Uh, that means you're in Rambo status. Great job, freedom fighter. <laughs> well, I'm coming for you, Murdoch. I can't believe he got it. Oh, uh, what about the Angry Birds movie 2? <laughs> no. Is that correct, Brad? Not at all. No. No. Okay. What about Jumanji 3? Mm, Jack Black, the theater will be lucky to be standing and not burnt to uh, just embers. No, he's not going to see that movie. Is that true, Brad? Uh, yeah. Is Jack Black involved? Uh, yes, this is a sequel to the second F- film. Uh, d- nope. <laughs> nope. Pretty, pretty easy one, Alex. Pretty easy one. I now, these it. next two films, there's a there was a rumor going around. I don't know how uh, substantive this is or how, like, rock solid this rumor is. But what about X-Men Dark Phoenix and The New Mutants? I read a rumor that these films are never going to be released because of the what? Disney-Fox buyout. The idea is that Disney would want the MCU to wipe the slate clean, X-Men, in terms of the X-Men. So the idea is that maybe these two films will never be released. I think that's a hilarious rumor, and I hope it comes true. But, Alex, that's not the question. Do you think, uh, for two points, uh, will Brad see X-Men Dark Phoenix or The New, Mut- the New Mutants? He'll see both of them, and there's no way they're going to shelve these guys. They, too much money went into this for them to... 
Come yeah, on. That would be so stupid. Um, I will definitely, yeah, I would definitely see these, especially New Mutants. Like, that I am down with, and I love the trailer. Um, and it's Demon Bear. Like, fucking let me see a Demon Bear movie. Well, it might involve Demon Bear. It has, it's done such extensive reshoots. It's added, like, six characters. They've completely, like, changed the DNA of the movie. Uh, so I don't wow. know what's going on in that movie. Um, Alex, you are at 20 points. How do you feel? I feel pretty good. Fantastic. Good for you. Um, <laughs> let's see how you do in the future. Uh, what about Captain Marvel? <gasps> yes. Is that true, Brian? Yeah. We'll all be there. Yeah. We'll all be there. It's our duty. <laughs> it kind of is. Um, aye, aye, Captain. Now, this movie just today was pulled from the studio's release schedule. Uh, this is a Chris Pratt film what? known as Cowboy Viking Ninja. It's based on a comic book in which a man is endowed with the spirit and abilities of a cowboy, a viking, and a ninja. Will Brad see was, this movie? It was pulled from release? Meaning they're not going to release it? It doesn't have a release date. It has been pulled indefinitely. There is no current plan as to when this... It hasn't even gone into production. It was supposed to start production oh. next month in September for a 2019 release. I don't think Brad would see this movie. Brad? Yeah. Yeah, I'm leaning towards not, but I have no idea what the hell this is, so... I'm not familiar with the comic book source material. I think it's a bit of a stretch. But uh, what about Shazam? Oh, yeah. Brad will see Shazam. Of course. I mean, come on. It's, I can't it's, wait to see yeah. Shazam. It's the first DC movie I'm excited about other than Wonder Woman. Yeah. What about yeah. What about Gambit, if we ever actually get Gambit? Will Brad see Gambit? <laughs> Gambit's coming out in 2019? If, if it comes out. <laughs> if it ever comes I would, out. I would love for Brad to be in the theater. I think he will be there to see Channing Tatum as Gambit. Marvel's Gambit. Is that true, Brad? Only because of Movie Pass. Only because of Movie and Pass. there it is. I would, yeah. That's a movie pass show movie. for Rogue's Boy Gambit? You better be there. Channing Tatum as Gambit, his passion project for the last eight years. See, seriously. Um, like, first of all, it doesn't need to be a movie. Like, I, no. No. I didn't understand why people liked Gambit when Gambit was super popular in the 90s. Like, I don't get it. He's, oh. he's a product of his time. Like, he, he couldn't be popular in any decade other than the 90s. Yeah. Well, didn't, didn't Marvel just do a thing where him and Rogue got married? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, there you go. And you said he, he, you said he wasn't popular. He's getting married. What about this movie that's based solely <laughs> around a single comic book character? This would be Joaquin Phoenix's The Joker. Will Brad go see Brad Joaquin will- Phoenix as the Joker? Yes, he'll go see that. All right. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to see Joaquin Phoenix and Mark Maron in the Joker. <laughs> Mark Maron? Yeah, he's playing a character yeah. that hasn't been confirmed at this point. I don't think anyone's really sure what he's doing. Um, no one knows what the hell that movie is, and I, I gotta know what the fuck that is. Uh, Alex, let me tell you about this one. Uh, this is The Addams Family. Uh, it's an animated version of The Addams Family based on the original New Yorker comic strips. Uh, will would Brad oh. movie pass the Adams family? No. Is that true, Brad? No, no. Animated. You lost me. You lost me. Cartoons. <laughs> I'm getting Can't sick. You try to trick him. Can't don't say it's Yeah, don't say it's animation and just see if you can get him with the story alone. I don't that's I don't want to be Brad. No, that's deceit. Alex, that's deceit. I can't. Do, I can't yeah. do that to I, my. This Brad. is not. This is not a contract. I'm not going to be forced to see these movies. Oh, uh, oh did it's we not? not? Oh, oh. Oh no. oh no! Oh no! You signed the you Devil's Highlight book. You, you yeah. signed it, Brad, by agreeing to play this game. If you selected all, you would have noticed Jonathan put a lot of just like white-colored copy underneath. That was the legal disclaimer when you opened up the email. Oh. Alex, what about this movie, which is based on a Disney theme park ride? It stars Emily Blunt and Dwayne the Rock Johnson in The Jungle Cruise. 
oh, Brad's going to have a delightful time at the cinema when he goes Is to the Is that true? I mean... Be honest. I think, much like the ride, um, I'm going to have to drink first. Um, but the, because of The Rock, I'll see it. Okay. There you go. Oh, you're so... Alex, you're so close to Captain N status. You've got oh, 27 point, points. What about Dumbo, dude? What about that Tim Burton Dumbo, <laughs> dude? Tell me, is Brad going to go see that Tim Burton Dumbo? Dumbo, dude. No, he's not going to go is see that Dumbo. Is that true, Brad? I'm really on the fence. Like, between... This is insane. Wanting to know what the fuck Tim Burton would do with he's, Dumbo. He's not doing anything. And, and yeah, he's clearly not. And um, <laughs> Danny DeVito, again, <laughs> like in his standard Tim Burton costume. A um, top hat? <laughs> yeah, that's what he wears. He always dresses up like a carnival guy for Tim Burton. And, and Michael um, Keaton sporting some weird silver blonde pomp. I don't know what's yeah, going on I'm, with him. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to see it. <gasps> I'm not going to see it, no. Alex, what did you say? Did you say no? Oh, yeah, of course I okay. said no. It's dumb. All right, just wanted to make sure. 28 points. The congratulations. You are now in the Captain N status, but can you get to She-Ra's tier status? That's the final question. She-Ra. What about Robert Downey Jr. in The Voyage of Dr. Doolittle? Huh, I didn't realize it was Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Tom Holland, uh, 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 silver screen Spider-Man as a monkey. Come on. Lots of, ce- lots of celebrities as talking animals. See, I don't think Brad would go see this on his own volition. Brad, is that true? Alex, you know I enjoy talking animal. I'm but a human talking animal hybrid? No. What? They're not <laughs> Dr. Moroso. <laughs> what what they're not about? disgusting Frankenstein creatures. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't realize that when I said my answer. Now I want to change nope, it. Nope, too late. I'm Brad, will you I already see said film? no. Yeah, I'll see it. It's, I'm, I'm down for talking animal. I would have never said that in a million years, but okay. <laughs> it movie I mean, pass. I'm not paying full price for this, guys. All right. What about Stephen what King's Pet Cemetery? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. One, two, three, four. Okay, great. Uh, Alex, you now have 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 points, Alex. Fantastic. Uh, what about Guy Ritchie's Aladdin? No. Brad? No. No? <laughs> no. Correct, no. correct. Fantastic. What about uh, The Crow Reborn, which may or may not star Jason Momoa and may or may not ever actually be made, so it's probably not going to come out in 2019. But it's now listed as a 2019 release, so we're talking about it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Brad would go see this. Is that true? No, no. Not even drunk? Definitely not drunk. This does not sound like a drunk movie at all. This sounds... If I saw this, it would be because it's like 11.50 and I want to go to the movie theater and it's the only thing playing. But no, well, he, no, I'm not, I'm not seeking this out. Well, here's a movie about talking animals. It's the remake of The Lion King. Is this live action? Uh, live action in the sense that everything will be computer animated? Yes, it's live action. They keep saying that it's I, live action. <laughs> Even if it was, like, fully live action, I don't think Brad would go see this. Is that true? No, not going to see it. I, I still haven't seen the original Lion King, and, like, at some point, I feel like I'm going to have to see it just because it's a thing. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen the original Lion King by this point, I would say let it go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not worth it. But I'm like, oh, there's no, way, there's no way... There's no way I'm going to see this before I see the original Lion King, though. Like, yeah. that's even weirder. How would... <laughs> I just find that to be very funny. I don't even know what in what context you would seek out the original Lion King. You're never going to do that. I, yeah, probably not. But, like, I, I don't yeah, know. It's, it's one of those things it's... people are always like, you haven't seen the Lion King? So, like, I feel like at some point I'll just watch it to shut people well, up. Well, don't let people bully you. No, not. there's other movies you should watch to shut people up, not the Lion King, dude. What about the remake of the Mel Gibson vehicle, What Women Want, known as What Men Want, starring Taraji P. Henson as a woman who can read male minds? Now, this I'm torn mm-hmm. on. Because it's going to get one, weirder. No one wants to... 
No one wants to give Mel Gibson money, and I'm sure he would get money through some way. I don't think so. Of this, no. I, I hope don't not. Think that is in any way possible. <laughs> I don't think Brad would see this. Is that true, Brad? No, 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 no. Okay, all right. If you say so. What about Jacob's Ladder, which I guess is a remake of Jacob's Ladder? I don't know anything else. <laughs> huh. Um, I'm gonna say no. Is that true? Is it true, Brad? Well, is it? I'm going to say no, but I'm on the fence. That's not true. (laughs) That's not being kind. (laughs) So, uh, Brad, you are saying that Alex is correct. He's correct, yeah. Uh, uh, Alex, you are now at 35 points. Oh, you're so close to She-Ra status. She-Ra! 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 Are you afraid of the dark? Now, is this a movie based on the television show? yes. Fuck yes, I will be there for That's this. That's not the question. <laughs> I don't think Brad would go to this. Is that true, Brad? What? What is this? No, wait. Are You Afraid of the Dark I, was a Nickelodeon 90s TV show anthology series, much in the way of like a kid version of Twilight Zone. Oh, I vaguely have an idea yes. of that. So it would be kids so told the scary movie, stories around a campfire, and we watched yeah, the story it was awesome. come to life. I own most of it on DVD. It was something me and Katie loved watching when we were younger. But its I'm assuming that the movie is also a kid's version. It's a kid's movie based on Are You Afraid of the Dark? Or is it an adult version of Are You Afraid of the it's Dark? It's not going to be a gritty version of Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> I think that's a pretty safe assumption. gritty R reboot. Um, no, no, no. Okay, 36 points. So close. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, yes. 25, 30, 35, 36 points. What about Masters of the Universe? If we actually ever get the Masters of the Universe film. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. But what if it came never out in 2019? What if it did? Oh, <laughs> it won't, Brad will okay. go see it multiple. He will find ways to go see it multiple times, I bet. Is that true? Yeah, of course I'll see it. But, I mean, I won't see it because it's never going to happen. Because it's never going to happen. Why wouldn't they just make it happen? It would be a fun They've been, movie. It's been going to happen for 15 years. Yeah, if not, if not even longer than that. Uh, what about Dora Dreams the Explorer? No. No? No. Is that true, Brad? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it a gritty adult well, movie? It is, it is produced by Michael Bay. <laughs> no what? way. That's true. Well, just produced by. Does that necessarily mean he has... If it... If it's like a version of like how we got Tomb Raider, where it's the grittier, more adult Tomb Raider. Well, okay. that Tomb Raider movie was not good, so there we go. Well, it wasn't, but I'm saying thematically, if it was Dora was a adult. Alex, I, focus. You're so close to She-Ra status. Focus. She-Ra. Uh, Alex, focus. what about a Sonic the Hedgehog adaptation that combines CGI characters with live-action environments and human characters? Now, I don't think Brad would see this, but it's weird enough that I kind of encourage Brad to go see it. What's your answer? Wait. He's not going to see it. Wait, so we're talking live action movie, but then there's like CGI Sonic running around? Yeah, we're talking like Roger yeah, like Rabbit Roger, shit. Roger, we're right. talking like Roger Rabbit, live action humans interacting with CGI Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Amy, Biggs, uh, Robotnik. Uh, the whole cast. Is God, Robotnik a human? I assume. I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say I probably wouldn't see that, but I don't know. That sounds so fucking weird. See? That, like, I, I, I kind of might see it. It really depends on how weird it looks. I need a definitive answer, friend. I'm Am still, I going to get Shira status or not? You're, you're getting... Sh- I'm, yeah, I'm saying no. I'm saying no. I'm, no. You're at 39 points, Alex. You're so close to She-Ra status. What about Detective S- Pikachu, starring Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu? Pikachu is a CGI character in a live-action environment with live-action human actors. That's true. Detective Pikachu. I really, I really want Brad to see this. But I don't think he's going to go see it. Is that true, Brad? Okay, uh, again, uh, my uh, my question is really clarification. So we're saying it's a full, like, human world, mm-hmm. 
but mm-hmm. with a CGI Detective Pikachu? Yes, I'm fairly certain yeah. that this is based on an, it, it's, it is an established property. Detective Pikachu, mm-hmm. I think, might be a live-action TV show with a CGI Pikachu, but for our purposes, we're doing like a Western movie take on it where Ryan Reynolds is Pikachu. And in the, in the original it's, it's TV actually, show, he is, he is voiced by an actor. He has like a fully deep man voice. Uh, yeah. Oh, so oh. Pikachu normally has like a really high pitch just and he just says Pikachu. Yeah. It's actually based on a game they made called Detective Pikachu where this kid and this Pikachu who's who has a past. Um Is this like a dark noir solved, film? Con, well, well they solve detective I, I think like it's light. I think it's meant for kids. I think it's yeah. just sort of like no. light detectiving. It's Encyclopedia Brown level stuff. You, you almost had me, but no, no. If it had been dark, you would have been on board. <laughs> if you, oh, yeah. it, it sounded insane, like live action Pikachu I mean, voiced by Ryan Reynolds. Still it's insane. Like, like, is it like a black and white film with like a Pikachu? What are we talking what about? What if I told you he had a little Sherlock Holmes uh, little hat? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no, okay. no. I wouldn't wear it a trench adorable. coat and smoking a cigar. He does have a trench coat. <laughs> He's not a PI. He's a detective. That's he sounds an old like he smokes detective. cigars. That's what I wanted. I wanted, yeah, I wanted, like, well, yeah, I wanted a new We don't get detective. what we want. Uh, well, Alex, and I, they don't get my ticket. Alex, congratulations, my friend. You're in Shira status from here on in. It's all gold, baby. It's all gold. Uh, what about yes. Minecraft? Uh, based on the video game, this film actually just lost its writer and director. So, again, who knows if this will come out in 2019? But Minecraft, based on the video game. Live action or animated? Uh, I think fully <laughs> animated. <laughs> Then you guys are going to see it. <laughs> live action. Maybe. That, I don't know. If it was live action, I would see it because I don't oh, understand. Hell yeah. um, but no, no, absolutely not. Could not look at that. A, a live action Minecraft could happen, and I think it would be pretty nuts. Well, it, let me just. It, just people like lifting dirt and like. Well, at that point, it's just exploring a world where like these monsters appear at night, and you're just trying to live yes. to like hopefully kill this dragon and free yourself from this nightmare. A lot of, a lot of building shit in that movie. Me, <laughs> it's a lot of oh, construction. Oh, yeah, you'd be building stuff. It's Swiss Family Robinson, but a darker version. Okay, Alex, uh, be quiet. Uh, <laughs> since you've achieved she status, we're just going to burn through the rest of these real, real quick. Um, what about the reboot of Hellboy? I think Brad would Is see Is that it. true? Sure, yeah. Uh, what about the Men in Black reboot starring Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson? Oh, he'll see Is that it. true? <sighs> Brad? Um, no. <gasps> don't make a liar out of me, friend. <laughs> don't you make a fucking liar out of me. I'm sorry, Alex. I'm a freaking sheep. Sorry, Alex, you didn't get that point. Brad would not go see Men in Black. What about The Grudge? You know, The Grudge, another reboot. The Grudge, it's just called The Grudge. <laughs> That's a horror movie, correct? Yes, Alex. <laughs> Brad will see it. Yes, of course. Okay, okay. What about the uh, reboot of Charlie's Angels that is set to star Naomi Scott? Kristen Stewart, and Ella Balinska. It's directed by Elizabeth Banks. I think you'll see it. Is that true? Kristen Stewart's in the the new Charlie's Angels? Surprise. (laughs) Surprise, friend. That's, um, yeah, I guess. Because that's weird. I don't know about that. So your answer is yes. I'm just saying yes out of pure novelty. What about the Fast and Furious spinoff Hobbs and Shaw? What? Hobbs and Shaw are getting their own film called Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. I I don't think Brad will see it. Um, won't see it until I'm caught up um, on the entire franchise, uh, which I've only seen the first one so far. Fair enough. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Monica. I don't know what that means. Uh, what about? That's the first. That's the first movie. Everybody. What about the Untitled Conjuring Universe film? Ah, I believe this is for the Crooked Man, the character known as the Crooked Man. Yeah, Brad will see it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, we got Ugly Dolls based on the toy Ugly Dolls. <laughs> animated, animated, animated is. picture. 
Brad won't see it, no. Okay, The Call of the Wild, a new adaptation of Call of the Wild. No. Do, do we know anything about it? I, I don't. I, I think this is one of those things that's very premature. Yeah, no, no. Uh, what about the new adaptation of Little Women, as uh, written and directed by Greta Gerwig of Ladybird fame? Hmm. Maybe. I'm going to say... Mm, no. Is that true? I... <sighs> Answer the question: Is it true or not, Brad? <laughs> Don't make me a fucking liar. Offense. I'm gonna See. say no because all I know is um, Greta Gerwig, and on that, no. Alrighty, uh, and then we have <laughs> two animated films back to back. We have Wonder Park, which is about talking animals who run a theme park, a magical theme park. Brad will not see that. No, but it's about talking I, animals. I need, I need, C, I need CGI talking animals. He needs realistic real talking are, animals. Uh, I need Marmadukes. Okay, I need Marmadukes. I was about to say these are CGI animals, but just in a CGI world. Nope, that's too much. I can't do it. Can't look at are it. Are they doing anything rhythmic? Are they playing the drums? Oh, gross! <laughs> Worst <laughs> movie ever. What about what about this animated film starring Will Smith and Tom Holland as spies? It's called Spies in Disguise. I don't think Brad would see that. No. Are you sure? Positive. <laughs> and the last film is a Elton John biopic starring Taron Egerton. It's called Rocket Man. <laughs> I went to see it, and I think Brad would go to see that too. Absolutely, opening night. Because I think really it's gone. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't predict you sometimes, Brad. <laughs> can't fit. But I, I can. can't fit. She was well. She rossed at us, but you were, there was a little touch and go there at the beginning. You found your footing. Oh yeah, definitely. You found your footing. Definitely. Ultimately, you got there five. Were some 10, surprises. 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 52 out of 56 possible Damn. points. Damn. Yes. Alex, congratulations. Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Alex, uh, now, uh, Brad, Alex, do you have any final thoughts as we round out this game? Any any movies that uh, Brad, out of, out of all of the movies that you passed on, and all of the movies that you said yes to, which one, which, if you had to pick one of each, like this is the film that I would most want to see, and this is the film I would least want to see. Oof, that's gonna be hard. Least yeah. want to see will be the hardest. Least want to see, yeah, because I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I, oof. least. And how do you choose most want to see? That could change from week to week until it well, comes out. Well, I'm asking right now, the Brad that exists in this here and now. Um, oh, at least want to see glass. Yeah, fuck that shit. Um, burn that to the ground. <laughs> and um, what what exactly is it? The M Night Shyamalan factor? It's all of the factors. It, a, um, I hate Unbreakable. Hate um, Bruce Willis. Hate M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> like none of this sounds good. Okay, so that's the film you least want to see. Yeah. Um, most want to see. I don't know. Like all the superhero stuff. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's almost a given. Like so. That's all. Huh. Um, Elton John's high on the list. Um, maybe maybe it chapter two. It okay okay. I'm just I'm just gonna go throw out the ones that jump out to me. Uh, it Elton John movie. Um, Shazam, Captain Marvel. Um, yeah, I think those are the top. Um, so out of those, I uh, oh Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, yeah, Wonder Woman. So there you go. And that was what would. Brad, Movie Pass. Hope, hope I still have a Movie Pass. Hope I still have a Movie Pass <laughs> yeah. for this. Babe. Or an A-list or cinema or whatever the fuck. People like something people that like let me the see A-list. movies. People like the A-list, apparently. I would. It sounds great. It's just I don't want to go to AMC. We know there, like, there's no AMC in walking distance to you. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Like, and their seats suck. 
I mean, I, I made it like, I, if MoviePass would just charge me 15 to $20 and let me see five movies a month, we're golden. That's not going to happen. <laughs> no. $30 for five movies. Uh-uh. But we've already we've played this game. I think every time movie pass. I know. Comes I just out. like to see if I can always get Brad into higher. Stop. I, I like, just like to push the envelope. There's I I could see a chance somewhere down the line where I ended up with like two different things. I ended up with like a like cinema and a movie pass. Eighty dollars like, a month, ten movies. <laughs> <laughs> Eighty dollars a month, $80 ten a month, ten like, movies, four bags of groceries, as much as you can fit in a bag every time delivered to your house. Like I've I've got a lot of movie pass at times but it is hard to see more than two movies a week like seeing two movies a week oh, is, yeah. a, is a work but to see to see any more than that is impossible impossible like i've done three or four a couple of times and i just felt like i felt like it was it was eating up a lot of my life oh, yeah. as rambo would say nothing's impossible or nothing's impossible <laughs> nothing's <laughs> impossible <laughs> <laughs> I'm Simon Belmont, or am I Rambo? <laughs> Jonathan, which do you want to summarize? Uh, oh. Denver, the last dinosaur. All right, you want to summarize Denver? <laughs> that it. is not what I said. Well, that was Alex. That was you, Jonathan. That was you singing. It wasn't me. Uh, I'll do Denver, because as we've already said, Rambo's a little more difficult, so. Sure, sure, sure. All right. Uh, friends, it's that super special time of the week where we check back in with our dear pal, Denver the Last Dinosaur! So yeah, we're jumping into the middle of Denver, so Jonathan's going to have a minute to summarize the last uh, half of the pilot of Denver the Last Dinosaur. Jonathan, good luck. So if you can do it <laughs> uh, in under 55 seconds, you're a chump. If you do it, if you can, if you go over, um, you've forgotten. And if it's 55 to a minute, you still win. But if we're looking for Braveheart status, can you summarize it in a minute on the dot? Sorry, do we have time on the clock, Brad? Not yet. Still getting my files together here. No matter where we go, we don't really care. You don't care where <laughs> you go. I don't give a fuck as long as I have my dino. Denver. Sucking my dick. Fucking my <laughs> butt. Denver does it all. <laughs> all right. What? Denver. The last dinosaur. It's a whole new meaning to my friend. And I'm supposed more. to be summarizing the last part of the nine episode arc, right? Yes. Correct. Okay, nine, Correct. nine, fifteen, nine, episode. four minute episodes, sort of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Forty-two thousand one second <laughs> episodes. Correct. So let me tell you where you start. The kids are the kids sneaking to the volcano on Denver stage. <laughs> That's the halfway point that we stopped at. Wait. How far? No, we still. We, say, we, that seems a little yeah, far. Yeah, the halfway point is they they're going after Denver. Yeah, they're that like was, they're like riding point. into the sunset. Yeah, yeah that's where. Okay, the my stops. apologies. Yeah, all Don't right. Fuck with me, Alex. 
Alex did send some real weird files for the first first part, so um, but this is clearly where the episode ends. Um, so, all right, and you'll be going in three, two, one, go. The children are quite upset because Denver the Last Dinosaur has been kidnapped by Rodney Dangerfield, and so they learn that uh, Denver is actually going to be uh, used as part of a rock and roll dinosaur concert. Uh, they sneak in via a gigantic prop volcano, and they see Denver rocking out. Uh, they they almost manage to rescue their dino friend, but uh, he is thrown into a truck. They believe he's being sent off to Japan for a world rock and roll tour, but in truth, Rodney Dangerfield is is selling Denver to a very gay, evil scientist who wants to experiment on him. Uh, and a little Asian girl and her Asian grandfather set Denver free for no reason really whatsoever outside of pity. And ultimately, Denver uh, scares off some bullies. Uh, he and his little human buddies get back together. They kiss. They make sweet, sweet love. And that's Denver the Last Dinosaur. He's my friend and a whole lot more. The end. Son of a bitch. 51 seconds. I had my little timer, but then I I wasn't ready to hit start. I should have asked you to start that timer again. Uh, Hey, why don't we all just... Why don't we all just be a little more supportive, okay? I don't need to hear these disgusted... These disgusted, like, saliva-soaked sighs. Ugh. Wow. Ugh. Just broke the streak right there. Just broke it. Broke it. Destroyed hard. it. Shattered it into a billion pieces. Never yeah. going back together. I don't I care, Jonathan. Like a sound cue now. That being that being said, though, Jonathan, I think that was a wonderful summary, and you should be proud of it. Wait, are you going to have to make the? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. You can just make it using what we're doing right now. So we should do a Denver version. Oh no! I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it when the music, the underscore, just goes Denver. Don't like it. Didn't like it in the first. See, I love that. Nope. I don't like how they name him in the first part and they go, Denver. It's like, fuck you, TV show. I'm not stupid. <laughs> the fact that these kids just look on the side of a bus, I don't know. How about Denver? And okay. Like, yeah, Denver's Can perfect. you just give me your main takeaways from the first part? Because I, ha- I clearly haven't heard that episode yet. Okay. Um, the takeaways were um, that kid's hat is was our main um, point of discussion. You mean his Lawrence of Arabia, like, keep the sand yeah. out of my neck hat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, since we've recorded the last episode, uh, we posted on the Facebook group. Uh, Tammy identified the hat, sent us an Amazon link. So if anyone wants that hat, um, uh, you can go get one. Who so. wants that hat? Who wants that hat? Who wants the hat? Um, so- our other takeaway was um, um, that one kid that's apparently the smart one looks like he's from Night Ranger. And, <laughs> you guys um, are so old. <laughs> There's uh, one kid in the classroom that has some real cool looks. Oh, okay. That's about it. (laughs) There you go. Um, I couldn't get over the voice acting. I ranted and raved about this before we started recording. There is one woman. 
who not only plays two characters, I, th- I thought they were just going to have her play two characters, but then in this part, she not only plays the little tomboy girl, she she not only plays the teenage sister of the fat quote-unquote kid, but she also plays the little Asian girl in the second half, and I just find that to be so low budget and so insulting. Um, and the boy ki- the boy voices are just so irritating. <laughs> It's we picked up another Ninja Turtle in this episode, by the way, guys. We got Raphael. What do you mean? You, so we've got, what do you mean you're, you're picking have, up a new Ninja Turtle? Well, because the voices it's Leonardo, Michelangelo, um, Krang, and um, in this episode uh, we got uh, the guy that does does the Raphael voice. And this has all been confirmed via the internet. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, these are yeah. This is the cast. Like it's very clear. Uh, I can't deal with. I can't do with the kid who I think is supposed to be black, but is clearly voiced by a white guy doing some sort of weird yeah. surfer accent. Is the one kid in the purple tank top supposed to be Hispanic? Yeah, I think so. I, yeah, it's Hispanic Leonardo. Sure. Again, white person. And then Night Ranger guy, I can't deal with him oh. because he just spouts weird little aphorisms and like like he uses words like it's so poorly written he's supposed to be like smart and i i just i find it to be a really exhausting running gag yeah um he's very bad Dever the last dinosaur is not nearly as bad as like a rubik and it's not nearly as i i i think i enjoy it more than she-ra i think i like the denver music a lot more than she-ra oh the music is I mean, that's the only thing you got going here, oh, is the music. and I think they know that, because in this second yeah. part, they redo the opening point for point, shot for shot. Ugh. What What is to <laughs> even say? Uh, so, uh, yeah, at the top of this, <laughs> the kids are just playing ping pong. What's with, like, the, when you hear this sound, ding, turn the page. It's like the narrator is like something out of a children's audiobook. It is... It, and there's, yeah. it's so weird to have a narrator because it's not really necessary. No, I mean, she delivers like, the shitty edutainment factoids in the first half. When they go back in time, they don't talk about that at all. And I, I don't really appreciate that. They, I, I really think they just had like three <laughs> minutes to fill. And it's like, uh, let's stick some narration in. We can we can stretch this out. I But I think that section is very clearly supposed to be the, no, 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 no. We're not just a shitty TV show. We're yeah. educational, and it's like, no, you're not. Um, not even close. But the boys are, like, bummed out because Denver's presumably gone forever, and they're playing ping pong to sort of beat back the blues. <laughs> like, good for you, kids. Way to beat back the blues with that ping pong. Uh, and then, like, the teenage sister of Fat Kid, he's supposed to be fat, right? <laughs> I think so. Well, we're already past this part, though. Uh, oh, you... Cause the, wait, I thought you said, how much further? Well, it's after that. The kids run off on their bikes to, uh, um, that's the end of the episode, so. Yeah, they're going to the concert, right? Yeah, so we're at the concert. You're saying the second episode starts, like, at the 27-minute mark? Yeah. That's a, that's a very short second episode. <laughs> well, if I had, if I had known, if I had known about that, I would have, I would have been even, I would have had even less content to talk about, so maybe I would have forgotten even more. <laughs> oh, who knows? Uh <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about this fucking concert. Yeah. Um. First of all, um. Just just looking at the crowd. Um. You know we don't get a, we don't get a great look, but everyone is dressed like they're from the Jetsons future. Yeah, that's not unfair. Um. um. Th- there's a lot of weird collars. Someone has a someone has like a fucking space alien collar. Um. It is strange. Are you talking about the purple collar? Yeah, I think that so. that makes me I'll think of like an Egyptian it. pharaoh. Oh no! Th- yeah, that one's the pharaoh one. But then there's another one. Um, that looks like it's looks like it's a fucking space alien. 
Oh, that's like um, that's like got rivets. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a robot from like Lost in Space rivet collar. Yeah. It look it looks like a um um Brainiac from fucking DC <laughs> Comics. Well, and everyone in the crowd, I, I to point this out, everyone is chanting Denver, Denver. They don't know who Denver is yet. Yeah. They've just seen a poster with a dinosaur on it. Why is this so popular? <laughs> Yeah. That's what marketing does, guys. You see a poster with a dino, you're like, that must be Denver. There he is. There he is. And, and I mean, it's not like you assume I'm going to see an actual dinosaur. No. I I think you would assume, no. like, oh, I'm going to see some weird, like, showbiz pizza place animatronic. Oh, this is going to be weird. Well, and even if you saw what happens in this concert, you would still think that what you're looking at is not a real dinosaur. Yeah. Like, everyone just keeps saying, oh my god, it's a real dinosaur. I'm like, you have no basis of comparison. You don't know what this is. If it is organic, it could be a mutation. It could be, like, what are you fucking talking? It's a real <laughs> dinosaur. Shut I'm just up. imagining a live-action version, but with, like, a, like a realistic, like, like fucking Jurassic Park velociraptor on stage. <laughs> <laughs> doing that, like, fucking jitterbug move he's doing with, like, I don't know what that move is. The, yeah. When he's got one leg sticking out and he's kind of hopping on, on the other. Is Denver yeah. playing the guitar? Uh, clearly, yeah. Why is Denver aware of rock and roll right out of his tar egg? Like, he, he's like the genie in Aladdin. He knows what these kids are talking about right from the get-go. Well, clearly Denver has psychic powers, because he's able to understand human language <laughs> and everything else. Like, um, that was the other thing we, we realized last episode, that he has some sort of ability to read minds. Um, but also he has memories of, like, dinosaur times, and he just hatched. So what the well, fuck is this bullshit It's not about? an egg. It's not a proper egg. It's a tar egg. I think they're saying he got trapped in tar, and then that, like, preserved him. It makes no sense, but I don't think he's being born. Otherwise, he'd have to learn how to, like, walk. You know what I mean? That's, I mean, that's what I assumed. Um, that's what we all assume. I, they keep saying tar egg, and I think that's a very important distinction in the writer's room. I don't know why they went out of their way to say this, but... Oh. If it was an egg wrapped in tar, that would be one yeah. thing. But I don't think it That's is. That's what I thought. Um, I thought there was going to be a beat here after the kids sneak on stage in the volcano. I thought they were going to see Denver having fun and think, oh, well, maybe he likes it. Like, maybe we shouldn't try to take him back. Like, yeah. maybe he doesn't want to be our friend anymore. But that doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean... And honestly, I think um, that would be they they would be justified in thinking that because as soon as they met this dinosaur, um, they left. They said, "Fuck this shit, we're bored. Let's go play in a pool and leave this dinosaur alone." <laughs> they were already bored with the dinosaur. I don't know why they're pretending they give a fuck now. Yeah, they were playing volleyball in that first part, and Denver was just hanging out with the dog, kind of like splashing yeah. his hands, sort of bored in the water. It's like, why can't Denver play? Like he's really tall. The dog cares. The dog cares more about Denver than these kids do. Like Denver and the Dog, a new spinoff. I would, I would, I would watch that show. Um, so Jeff Foxworthy and the other henchmen. Uh, oh, Jeff Foxworthy <laughs> and uh, uh, Doctor Octopus. Yeah, that's not unfair. Um, they nab the kids just as they're about to like, I don't know, squeal, and they're like, "We're gonna tell the police." And for whatever reason, this scares Rodney Dangerfield to his core. Yeah. To the to the point where he abandons his jet. This was going to be your money, like your source of like income, and he abandons the Japanese tour and sells the dinosaur to a gay scientist. Makes no sense. I'm. It doesn't really make much sense no. because this dinosaur is making bank. 
I mean, did you see the audience's reaction? They went insane. People from the future came like, to our time to watch Denver. Like, the yeah. Jetsons and, came. And even though Denver's a little bit like, I don't know about this, because I've kind of literally been thrust yeah. into it, I think he kind of likes that stage. He's getting... Yeah. I mean, come well, those, on. Those lights of fame burn so bright, but once you get it right, it's oh so tight. <laughs> um, and, and I he's mean, having fun. This... He's perf- he's obviously he's performing the Denver the Last Dinosaur theme song. Um, yeah. Well, performing he's not which really again, doing. I'm not even convinced that he's playing the guitar, but. <laughs> well, still, it's the greatest thing he'll ever do, um, as we all know. <laughs> so, sucking oh, wow. my dick, fucking my butt. <laughs> Those aren't gonna be the lyrics, Jerry. Why not? <laughs> Fuck you. Also, when he strums the guitar and lightning comes out. And we see tiny dinosaurs playing other instruments. Is that something we would see in the audience of this concert? Is there like magic special effects going on right now? I mean, oh, definitely. I, I don't know where the line of special effects and Denver's crazy powers end. Oh yeah, reality is. Well, bending. Denver's also going through like trippy psychedelic time tunnels throughout this sequence, yeah. so I don't know what's happening. He's taking the whole audience back to dinosaur times. So the kids think that Denver's on the boat to Japan, and they sort of watch it, you know, leave the dock, and they're just like, I think the smart kid says, I think we have to face the possibility that we will never see Denver face-to-face ever again, I do say. <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, seriously. But, fuck you, Night Ranger. But little do they know that uh, Rodney Dangerfield has gone to a castle. He's gone to a Middle Ages castle where a college, college professor's... And other scientists hang out, sure. Yeah, it's the University Castle. What? Yeah. What? Gigantic. Yeah. It's across the country. Gigantic wooden it's not across doors, the ocean. Gigantic wooden doors out of the Smurfs. This whole castle is straight out of the Smurfs. Um, and we're introduced <laughs> to Dr. Funt. 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 That's the name that yeah. we're going with. Funt. Sure. Why not? <sighs> I, yeah, it's Funt. You got a problem with it? We'll come up with something <laughs> yeah, better. Fuck face. <laughs> I have no memory of th- th- this show at all, uh, no. other than the theme song. Um, but I, I guess, I guess now we have two villains. I guess we have Doctor Font and uh, Rodney. I, I guess are going to be our two recurring villains. Yeah, I would. Assume. I looked at a lot of the episode descriptions on Wikipedia. They are very consistently the only villains ever. In one of the final episodes, they try to create an avalanche. Like they, t- oh, they team up to create a an avalanche. So there's that. You think that'd be easy? I, and Doctor Fun, who kind of talks like this, ah, he's like vaguely, <laughs> he's vaguely the Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland, whatever that actor's name is. I can't, can't, uh, Win, some something Win, uh, but he's very, very gay. Uh, but he's very excited because he feels like he's discovered a new species, and so it's like he's a kid on the playground. He's gonna go get all of his little scientist buddies, and they're gonna come back and take a look at this dinosaur. Oh yeah. Not only has he discovered the world's only living dinosaur, but it's a whole new species of dinosaur. His x-ray machine told <laughs> yeah, him his this, ex, his by the way. Yeah. And he's really excited to start experimenting on the dinosaur. So I guess that means chop him up and eat him. I don't know what the fuck that could possibly mean. How, how much do you think Denver weighs? <laughs> because Denver gets manhandled a lot in these episodes. Yeah. And I'm thinking, Denver, you're a dinosaur, dude. You've also got, like, a natural weapon in a tail. Just, like, straight up slap some people. Denver, you're yeah, a dinosaur, I, dude. <laughs> and, like, his proportions. Like, I I feel like Denver weighs 
500 pounds easy. <laughs> That's a fat-ass dinosaur. Denver, you're fat. I- <laughs> I also well he's got a he's got a little tummy on him but I don't know if that's just his dinosaur well, it might type be his little or what's fupa. going on. It might just be his little fupa. Um, his his tail is as big as like a normal human body. Like also, how do we know it's a boy? Ooh, they assume we don't know. They assume because they're all boys that they know that Denver's a boy. Let me see that dick. <laughs> I also love no. where the doctor tries to say. Or so- alternatively, <laughs> let me see that pussy. So, no. No. <laughs> so uh, the doctor or the scientist is like, Fucked. all right, now that I've discovered a new dinosaur with my x-rays, I'm going to test his reflexes with this giant mallet. And he hits Denver's knee, and then Denver actually does use his tail to launch this guy across the room, which is awesome. Um, so, yeah, Denver is left alone, locked in a cage, pushed <laughs> into the cage and locked, as the scientist goes off to go get his friends, wherever they are in the rest of the castle. What is I this? I don't know whether what this is. What is a this? A fellowship of scientists? Because the Asian, the elderly Asian guy and his granddaughter, they refer to him as professor. Well, it, it, we see an establishing shot of it is a university. Oh, it is? Oh, I must have missed that. Yeah. The castle? An Ivy League university with a castle we, where there's we scientists and Ivy resident League. just we happened didn't to do say experience. Ivy League. Well, not it yet. Could, it's not a community college. It could be a community castle college. CCC. Yeah, it could be. Welcome to community castle college. <laughs> um, oh, it's Harvard Community College. Oh. I remember, when, I remember when they made a Regal commercial. It's a real stepping stone. <laughs> wink, wink, not really. Oh, by the way, guys, um, new Regal commercial no. um, is trash. So bad. Wink. I, I'll have to send it to you. It is oh, the faces these people make. <laughs> Do you not know you're on camera? They do. You can't make Brad, faces that's that look not a like question that. you can ask. Of course they know. God, what is wrong with they you? They love. Their faces are what wrong. What you're seeing is their unbridled, untempered love of being on camera. This is their chance, you're Brad. 30 seconds, you can't make a normal human face. Fame. Fuck. I want to live forever. I want to be in a film. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, so... Little Asian girl, elderly Asian man. Uh, they happen upon Denver. She's got a toy that looks exactly like Denver. Impossible. Suspicious. I, this is a dinosaur that's never been seen before. He couldn't possibly but, be a brontosaurus. That's the x-ray said. <laughs> I looked at his guts. <laughs> I know those. I don't know those guts. Those aren't any books. And she can walk into the cage, which I find to be hilarious. She just walks right into yeah. the cage. And a- Asian grandfather is like, uh, oh, my granddaughter might possibly be eaten by a dinosaur this is weird now question um does she want to release him because she's a clone is this is this a jurassic world fallen kingdom scenario because it feels very similar to me you're saying that wouldn't you're saying the denver the last dinosaur is ripping off jurassic park fallen kingdom <laughs> no i'm saying jurassic park fallen kingdom ripped off uh, denver the last well, dinosaur Brad, that's why i'm asking <laughs> i need to be yeah. sure <laughs> I think this little girl is. I think her. I think her grandfather. Her grandfather in quotes is actually um, the father, and the, and the daughter died, and he, she he cloned her. Crackpot Straight theory. Cloned her. Crackpot theory. That's why he's in a castle. Fake community news. College. Fake news. <laughs> that would make sense. Nope. Yeah. Given what we know of the other scientists in this castle, and all we can ascertain just from like the background. Clones love dinos. It's a fact. Fake news. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Alex Jones um, bullshit. <laughs> so the scientist leaves the room. He's like, "I'm gonna get my friends, uh, Asian man and Asian granddaughter." I already covered this. Clone. I already covered this. 
Well, what I wanted to get to is the fact that once the scientist leaves, the Asian grandfather, in a mad run, goes over to one of the giant wooden doors and slams it and locks it. And then he says one of my favorite things, because the daughter's like, uh, Grandpa, uh, why do we have to let Denver go? He's my only friend here. <laughs> because she's a clone and she's never known for you. <laughs> that is weird that says, she says that. That's very sad and very weird. Yeah. Context clues that tell us that she's a clone. <laughs> um, and then he says, honey, look, sometimes we have to let the things go that we love for their sake. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? No. And then there's a beat and she said, yeah, no. <laughs> I don't either. And then she's like, well, what do you mean? You don't understand. You don't understand what he's trying to tell her. It's a weird phrase. It's a well, yeah, the way it's it's, a very weird way to. It's not not perfectly written. Just tell her like dinosaur doesn't want to be caged. You know what it's like to be caged. (laughs) You're a clone. Exactly. Um, Clone. But then she says she so she says, no, but if he wants to go, I guess that's okay. And it's like, all right, everyone wants to own this dinosaur. Like, this this one professor is the only person that is not trying to fucking take a piece of this dino. Yeah, this is like Rubik pet slave status. Like, Denver can't yeah. perform magic outside of his, like, weird, trippy time bending, but he's a pet slave. Yeah. I Somewhere around here, there's another commercial break, and oh, the Asian girl like talks this. about, she's like... Come back and see Denver, I hope. Yeah. I don't remember no, exactly she what says, she says, Denver, but it's something dire. Denver, will be back soon. I hope. And then, like, then when we come back from the commercial break, she says, and now back to Denver, the last dinosaur, right? Or something like that. She's, yeah. like, she's yeah, like, Denver's is. back, isn't he? Like, I, I hope this character, like, reappears every episode just to, just to have sad, bleak longings. Well, then Rodney Dangerfield even does commercial bumpers where he's like, whoa, that stupid fucking dinosaur will be back, I guess. Who gives a shit? It's like I mean we're we're having a lot of fun with these bumps. The nosy neighbor, the nosy fun. neighbor has a bump. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> the nosy neighbor, I love the nosy that. neighbor doesn't get to do a bump. <laughs> See, the bumps are one of my favorite things of this whole thing, other than yeah. the theme music. Because the fact that it's just insane. Like, why would these care? Denver. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I want the rock band to have their own bump. Whoa. That would be amazing. Um, so Denver is freed, uh, and and Doctor Fun is made to look the fool, because the the, the little girl and her grandfather, in a cruel bit of uh, decision making, leave the <laughs> toy dinosaur to mock Doctor Fun in front of all of his colleagues, and they openly but, laugh at but him. But grandfather, why do I have to leave behind my one toy? <laughs> my one. <laughs> Sometimes we must give up the things we love for their own sake. For their own sake. But it's a toy doll. Okay, shut up, Sally 3. <laughs> so what do you mean okay. 3? You said I was number 2. I lied. No. <laughs> I tell them all that they're number 3, number 2. Sally 2 asked too many questions. Like you. <laughs> we had to let her go. My favorite slash least favorite part is when I put my hands around their throats. <laughs> you have to get rid of them somehow. Ooh, they're wiggly little things. <laughs> um, oh, God. So Denver like hitches a ride with some cows. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's mooing like a cow, fitting right in with his cow brethren. Um, um, well, Jonathan, I, you forget ooh. he uses his dinosaur intuition, yeah. locked deep within his yeah, uh, yeah. his essence that's, to help him not backpack across that's the country. That's not education. That's a fucking that's Alex Jones fake news if I've ever heard yeah. it. Um, I want to I want to backtrack for a second um, because when Doctor Font realizes that Denver's escaped. He calls Rodney, and we get to see him in his office 
with all of his fucking shitty posters, and you realize he's Mark Maron from Glow. <laughs> yeah, he's got a poster that says Star Power 70. That's the only thing I can, like, really discern. Yeah, there's uh, one if you can, can, can. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, Star Power 79. Well, also, they do a um, very padded gag where Dr. Font is talking to Rodney Dangerfield over the phone. We can't hear Dr. Font, and Rodney Dangerfield isn't even saying, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's just, we just look at him behind a newspaper for a solid seven seconds. It is utterly laughable. <laughs> um, yeah, and but yeah. like, um, um, Dr. Font's like, you gotta give me that dinosaur back. He's worth millions, millions. And Rodney's like, millions? Cool. I got this. Goodbye. Yeah, I don't really understand what Rodney is thinking in that moment because he's already sold the dinosaur to Dr. Font, yeah. right? Right, but clearly not Double for millions. But like, he was also going to like try and get as much money as he could out of Dr. Font. Font. Yeah. And did. Apparently. Uh, but now he wants yeah. the millions. I, I, It's very confusing. Well, he sold him once. Um, Dino got away. So he's going to sell him again. He's got a chance to sell him again now. This is a great scheme. Well, and then in, in just a little bit, we're going to find out that very quickly, Dr. Font was kicked out of the university and is now going to take a position in Australia. Like, he, that's a quick turnaround to, like, pull strings and get a teaching job in Australia. But whatever. Uh, he's he, he wants Denver so he can, like, experiment on him in the land of the dingo. <laughs> and uh, the only scene I kind of like in this whole thing is the one where Denver gets back to the fat kid's house. And the teenage girl walks by him and she's like, yeah, da, 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 da. oh, hi, Denver. Oh, oh, Denver. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny and charming. I like I like that she likes Denver and doesn't have this like yeah. snotty teenage girl attitude of like, ugh, gross. She likes Denver, which I appreciate. Yeah. I I my one of my favorites is when he's actually, like I said, or like we mentioned, backpacking across the country. Because he goes through the desert and I'm thinking, holy shit, he really is going across the country. I had no idea that they drove him that far. That must have been like a day, like a very long drive to get him to uh, Harvard Community College to the scientist. Um, and we see it in a bl- uh, in a blink of an eye <laughs> via TV magic. We see it in but the blink of an eye. Um, That's magic. so the teenage sister uh, is sort of freaking out because her boyfriend, I think Jeremy, shows up. And oh, you mean her bro- her boyfriend Raphael? <laughs> oh no. Uh, AKA like a greaser from the 1950s. Like this kid is, this might be a good candidate for worst dressed at the end of the day, because this kid looks like a real fucking dummy. I don't know what look he's going for, but he's got like crazy Fonzie hair. He's got like what looks to be two popped collars, but might just be, no, they're two popped collars. I can see the differentiation there. I I think he looks cool, but rude. (laughs) Is he a rude dude? (laughs) Might be a rude dude. Um, and so, like, yeah, her plan to hide Denver is to not take him out to the pool house. She just throws a sheet over him and says, oh, that? That's art. <laughs> or no, that's an antique? She says it's an antique. Yeah. Like, oh, my mom and dad collect antiques. It's moving, though. <laughs> like, yeah, an animatronic automaton robot antique. Duh. I have to hide what? it under a sheet because it's very old, you stupid fuck. Billy, what are you doing here? <laughs> this is... Very out of the ordinary. You didn't even call first. And the sister is like, psst, hey, Denver, I got the fucking scoop for you. 
I know that the boys are at the park. Go to the next scene, Denver. <laughs> Go on. Oh, but here, put on these sunglasses first. Yeah, no one will recognize you or be unsettled by you at all. <laughs> and when Denver <laughs> gets to the park, the fucking bullies, this rhyming bully, the bully that can only speak in rhymes, oy oy oy, what a device. They're vaguely threatening the children, and Denver, who has already had his feelings hurt because the children, in a fit of despair, just say something like, oh, who even cares? Who even wants a stupid dinosaur for a friend anyway? You do. Why would you say that ever? (laughs) The the chorus of these kids, like, agreeing with each other is something I love throughout the entire episode. But when that, but I, when there's like, who wants a dinosaur friend for the summer anyway? And there's one guy in the background that says, "That's what I've been saying." <laughs> like layered on top is hilarious. Why would you say that if you could have a dinosaur friend over the summer versus not? Always choose a dinosaur friend, kids. Denver, the last <laughs> dinosaur. Why is there no sad reprise? Um, so Denver starts to walk away from them because of that, but when he notices that the bullies are on the attack, he uh, he takes on the heart and spirit of his friend, the Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> this again, this weird little moment of a voiceover yeah. to explain what the hell's going we on. We get it. It's like, uh, when Denver heard the ch- the the bullies, the the bigger kids laughing at them, he remembered the way that that Rodney Dangerfield and Doctor <laughs> Fun laughed at him so many times. What? <laughs> she says that. Yeah. Why wouldn't he just like want to defend his friends? I yeah, that should be enough. I'm Denver. But... I hate the sound of laughter at the expense of others. Laughter in good fun. Now that's something else entirely. <laughs> um, I love also when they're at the park shooting hoops and talking about how who needs Denver anyway they never make a basket they constantly shoot at the hoop and it just bounces off like really hard bricks like they're trying so hard to make a basket they just don't that's lazy animation <laughs> it's just lazy animation they didn't want to animate the, the ball going in well, the hoop they're also, I see what they're you're also doing. in a fit of despair they can't play basketball right now they're just trying to distract themselves but yeah, Denver summons the heart of a T-Rex and charges. Scares off the bullies. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield shows up again. Uh, they're trying to put him in a box. Uh, <laughs> again. There's also a mad, the matter of the pink phone. I don't know why so much importance is put on the pink phone, but the children decide that it's very important to get the pink phone away from Rodney Dangerfield because he's making a call about Denver. I don't know. I can't. Yeah. I can't breathe. I can't live. He's he's calling. He's calling the guy that's supposed to pick up Denver to take him to uh, the koala shipping to send him to Australia. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know how you do. I mean, and they they managed to basically put Jeff Foxworthy, Doc Ock, and Rover Dangerfield in the giant box that was meant for Denver. They nail it shut. There are no holes for oxygen. Uh, there are no holes. And then they just tell the Australian guy who's like, Hello, what's going on over there, then, mates? <laughs> They're just like, take that box, dum-dum. And he's like, all right. And he takes it away. The end. <laughs> Those men are going to die in that box. <laughs> <laughs> Utterly ridiculous. I do love that the... I do love that the kids use their sports stunts in addition to uh, with Denver's help to get them into that box. Well, and and, and the whole time they're cheering each other on while they're doing it. And Denver it. uses yeah. his tail. 
Yeah, he's re- he he realizes now that his tail is a weapon. He just needs to train himself to become even more. Uh, he needs to train his killer instinct. I think he should listen to his T Rex more. I do like when Rodney Dangerfield uh, palms the face of that one <laughs> the kid. Fat yeah, he's just like, shut this kid Whoa. up. And he just puts his hand like right in his face as the kid's like struggling to like try to beat him up. He's like, kid, get Do away. Do me a favor. Go fuck I, yourself. Me and three other men just lifted this 800 pound dinosaur from like <laughs> two stories below on a bridge with a net. Fuck if off. you can lift a dinosaur Seriously. over your head, you might be a redneck. <laughs> But that's the end of it. They take another picture, thankfully, because throughout this, we keep seeing pictures of the kids, and we know that they're in swimsuits, but you could easily misinterpret it that they're all in their underwear in front of this giant dinosaur, and that's well, weird. Well, and as we know, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Font, in a, a cruel moment, destroyed Denver's only photo of the children, so they need to take a replacement mm-hmm. photo now. Um, also, I don't like the way they talk to and treat the tomboy. Oh, there's a moment where they're locked in at the concert venue, and she shows up out of fucking nowhere, and she's like, hey, what's up, dum-dums? And, like, they, she sets them free, and they're like, they, oh, yeah. they ride away from her as if she's nothing. They're like, thanks, whatever. Thanks for spending 15 minutes to tie together those shoestrings to make that rope so that we could get out of that, uh, <laughs> wherever the hell we were. Thanks, Tomboy. Also, yeah. thanks for letting us use your dad's ladder earlier. Yeah, while we, like, yeah. made fun of you and, like, complained about your very presence the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, go hang out over there now. You're not with us. Also, it's implied that she likes Mario, but I don't actually get when she's on screen that she likes Mario. They just keep saying that she likes Mario. I I don't I don't see it on screen. But... In my mind, you... I didn't realize you were talking about the kid Mario, like the actual character. I thought you meant Mario from Mario no. Brothers. So I was like, well, I guess every kid in the 80s liked Nintendo. I'm so sorry. No, it's she likes sleep Mario. Sleep deprivation. She's got a real thing for that little she Italian plumber. She likes Mario. Oh, brother. But yeah, that's 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 pretty much Denver, oh, right? Like it yeah, ends with them taking in the last that's picture. That's very much the end of <laughs> Denver, yeah. the last dinosaur. So uh, who won, who lost? Uh, I think Dr. Font lost. He paid for a dinosaur and got nothing. <laughs> he's going to be Lots he's going to be humiliated all over again. Once he lands in Australia and realizes there is no dinosaur waiting for him, he, he will be he's been laughed out of one continent already. He's about to be laughed off of another continent entirely. Yeah. I would love if they kept doing that. That was the running gag. He got he was pushed from place to place to place until eventually he's just a science teacher at a middle school and some yeah. In, uh, in Galaxy High. In Galaxy High. Poor Dr. Fund. He's so gay. He's so closeted. I think he's very angry. He wants acceptance from society, but that's never going to come unless he actually owns up to his truths. You know what I mean? Dr. Funt, just Agreed. like, look at yourself in the... Stop experimenting on other people. Why don't you start experimenting with yourself? Uh, so who hmm. won? Hmm. Denver? He's with his friends. <laughs> Denver time jump from uh, some place around uh, post-Jurassic era to present era. He has magical powers. He's got potato chips. He's got rock and roll. What else does a Denver dinosaur need? And he went back at packing across the country. He got to know himself in this modern Pro- era. Probably like, fucked a cow. Maybe a few cows. Left a string of broken I don't know cow, if, like broken hearts. I don't I mean, know if Denver cows. fucked the cow with a penis or received a cow with a pussy. <laughs> but either way, in between... I support you, Denver. <laughs> Denver has lived more in the moments he's been out from that lava eggshell than those kids ever have. 
You say you're living, but are you truly living, children? Drunk Denver. These kids are just like, they're sneaking into like uh, construction sites. They're like doing wheelies on their bikes and thinking it's cool. Alex, hey guys, Denver broke hearts across the Alex, country. Alex, they're children. <laughs> they have curfews. They're getting menaced yeah. by 50 year olds. Like, True. I mean, that's, I guess it's creepy, only- rapey Jeff Foxworthy's. Doc Ox, yeah. like they're they're dealing with stuff. That character, that character is wearing straight up boots. That means someone animated that guy having boots on. Jeff Foxworthy. Ugh. Um, I, I, so maybe I would say Denver yeah, guess, wins yeah, this won. last half of the episode. All right, that, okay, best dress, worst dress. Well, who won and who lost last time? Did any of the main characters win or lose last time? I do not. Remember. Denver lost last time <laughs> for 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 dressed. Oh, no, not oh. for dress, just over the other. I would say that worst dressed is absolutely fat kid in the red hat. Uh, that's, that's what we did last uh, time. That's what I'm asking. Oh, obvious. <laughs> yeah, that's... He loses again. God damn it. No style. But then it's Jeremy. I think the boyfriend character is horribly dressed. I think he looks like an idiot. I'd go with that. But Brad thinks he All looks right. like a cool, rude dude. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I was happy to get another Ninja Turtle. What about, I think it's hilarious. What about Jeff Foxworthy? Oh, he's pretty bad. I was looking at the concert scene. I don't um, think anyone's just badly dressed. I think everyone, everyone just looks weird. There's some interesting style choices. Yeah. What about? But not from a what about standpoint. Funt? He's kind of dressed like an idiot. Gigantic blue like suit with like purple bow tie. Um, I, I, no, I think I think the boyfriend's worse than Font. I say give it to the boyfriend. Yeah, I'm fine with that. There you go. But who's the yeah the, who's the best dressed? That's the question. What about kid in the purple tank top with the sunglasses? He's pretty cool. No, fuck no. <laughs> you like his style, How dare huh? you speak to me that way? Language. <laughs> what about have... uh, Teen Sister? I don't know. These kids are all weird looking. Teen Sister is rocking kids. the decade like no other. She's got the teenage oh, yeah. look down. Yeah, I, I'm okay with Teen Sister. Again, I'm looking I'm looking at the concert to see if we find <laughs> oh, another no. hero like we found last week. Because we, I mean, we really found a true best dressed um, uh, rock star. Oh, God, can we talk about... Um, the, the people in the band that aren't Denver, like their rigouts, because yikes! Uh, let's see. They were in some weird, like, caveman, I guess, is what it's supposed to be bullshit. But it is not good. I don't like it. Um. Uh, let, uh, hold on here. There's, yeah, so there's, okay, what about when they cut to the crowd from, we're looking at them from the, for, like, the stage view. And there's like the crazy woman with like the purple sunglasses, and she's got the aqua headband and the crazy purple hair and the purple lipstick. She looks like a maniac. Uh, there's the crazy guy who's wearing like what looks to, he's got an orange mohawk, a lime green jacket, a blue onesie that's showing off his cock, and a brown belt. It looks like Wait. he's wearing a blue onesie. Where is 2621? Oh, the way you described it sounds more like a Rambo character, like oh, a villain. Oh, he looks like a Mad Max character. No, no doubt about that. Oh, I just saw him. Wow. All right, I'm almost there. I mean, yeah, everyone's Jetsons. Also, as at 2621, if you look really far right, there's a character in green pants and a blue jacket that looks to have a bandage wrapped around his head, but I think it's like a chic, like, a, like another variation on like a Lawrence of Arabia thing. This character is... Immobile. He is not moving. Oh. Whoa. Do you see what I'm talking about? Uh, I'll just I'll just send you this screen grab here. I think. The guy with the mohawk who has oh, the deep deep cut shirt and the chain that looks like his shirt and pants are the same color. So it looks like he's wearing like a single that's what I'm like saying. a onesie, leotard, yeah, like a crazy leotard onesie thing. 
yeah, with the, a brown belt and that jacket. Yeah. I think he's worse dressed by far. I, yeah, I think that may be worse. Also, they've only animated the arms, so he's he's just masturbating. It's all that's happening. Well, and, and he's do just... you see the character I'm talking about with like the crazy white bandage Lawrence of Arabia yeah. head? Oh yeah, I do see that. He now. doesn't that move is... at all, and it's really creepy if you keep looking at him. It's a really creepy thing. Like, what were they thinking with that? They're, um, I. Uh, again, I'm not finding a best dress, but I did find another contender for worst dress. There's a guy when you get a shot um, more of like the front of the crowd um, that is just wearing a fringe jacket, and I'm like, who invited you? Everyone else was like they're from the Jetsons. You're wearing a fringe jacket. That's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think Leotard Boy. He's he's very yeah. confident. He looks like a character from the Apple, and I don't think we're allowed to yeah, let that no, slide. No. no, I think he's worst dress. I'm I'm still. Uh, uh, best dress, I, I guess I'm gonna have to go with sister. Yeah, I think I think I like the sister's sort of uh, pre clueless look. White White Jacket hey. Kid did not make a return for this episode. Sorry, White Jacket Kid. I would have loved to talk to the animators just to know what they were thinking when they did these crowd what scenes. What they were thinking. What direction they got. Like, because I mean, there was a choice to put that one to bandage that one man's head up. Like, what did this person like? Why? Why did you do that? <laughs> why, why is this happening? Was that a fashion in the 80s? I just don't I know. I think about? the direction sure. was draw, damn you. Draw. <laughs> Hurry you have up. a day to do Hurry this background. Up. Make it happen. Uh, the best member of the band, by the way, is the drummer who is wearing crazy Flintstones attire, but her mask is a pterodactyl. She is a crazy looking lady. Uh, but that's Denver. We got Guys, we got a whole other cartoon to talk right. about. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, friends, it's that super, super special time of the week where we discuss Rambo, the Force of Freedom. Rambo. Anywhere and everywhere, the savage forces of General Warhawk threaten the peace-loving people of the world. There's only one man to call. Get me Rambo. Canyons of skyscrapers to the canyons of remote mountain peaks. Liberty's champion is unstoppable. Rambo. Helped by the mechanical genius known as Turbo. And the master of disguises named Cat. The honor-bound protector of the innocent. Rambo, the force of freedom. No, I'm sorry. I, I'm summarizing this, right? No, I, I am. Oh. <sighs> Friend. I do not envy you. Yeah. Everyone knows the rules at this point. Brad, please don't be a chump. Give me a moment. I gotta, I gotta figure out who the hell these characters are. I'll give you a whole freaking minute, but you better use it. <laughs> Fuck you both. <laughs> Jonathan, I've I, been on this show as I said, I thought you're... times counting this appearance. How dare you speak to me this way? Ooh, congratulations, 97. Sounds, Only three sounds away. Sounds condescending. Three away. <laughs> yeah. No, I did not. Smell, yeah. I did not mean that to be condescending. <laughs> Three away, three away, and then I call the shots. I call all of the shots. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually going to be the case. That's but. what they call it. Hunt episode is the Jonathan Eclipse, and he calls all the shots on the one. Ooh, episode. the Jonathan Eclipse, oh. aka Every Day, <laughs> Pandora and her Panther. I've watched this twice, and I have no idea what the fuck happens at the end of this nonsense. I'm surprised by just how confused you are. <laughs> I like I, I. Well, the thing is, much like Galaxy High, like. I cannot pay attention to this thing. Well, like, that's I, because it's like G.I. Joe. It's too. I think it's too kinetic and it's too hyperactive for you. 
I no, I think this is just boring. <laughs> like Galaxy <laughs> High was too much to look at. This is just boring. Well, but you have to admit, like there is a ton of shit happening on screen, just like GI Joe. That's true. Everything's that everything's true. blowing up. They're blowing. They're firing at each other constantly. There is. I mean, not as much as that GI Joe movie, because that GI Joe they were they were swinging. They were swinging for the yeah. Fences. It was constant. Like it was a lot happening. There's. I will say the action in GI Joe was clear and easier to follow. Yeah. But that's because it was yeah. a movie. Remind yeah. me to comment on just what's happening with this daily motion link, because I'm a little confused as to like what we're actually getting with this video rip. But uh, I don't want to necessarily go into that before the summary is is done. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. I think I'm ready for this thing. All right, Brad. I'm gonna put on the clock. Oh. On go. All right. Three, two, one, go. All right, this is Raid on Las Vegas. Um, so our villains, who are a bunch of weirdos, um, led by General Warhawk. Um, I don't know who, what side he's on. Who is he? What country is he? Um, don't know what's going on. He's going to blow up um, the fucking Hoover Dam so we can rob Las Vegas? What's happening? I don't understand. Um, but he's in league with Pandora and her panther, so she's going to help. And she kidnaps Cat, the uh, um, the, uh, the the woman that has disguises or some such shit. Um, but of course, this leads Rambo to know exactly what's going on. So uh, Rambo gets picked up by Troutman. Um, by the way, they use the straight up Rambo theme music for this show, which is weird. Um, it's incredibly violent, as you would expect from a Rambo cartoon. But still, it's a cartoon for kids. There's a lot of shooting. Um, in the end, they stop him. Rambo fights a panther and. And uh, nothing happens. They try to rob a casino. Does not work out. Rambo wins the day. One minute. Ah, well, I guess it really is as easy as they say. <laughs> oh, also, didn't mention... Uh, um, you also in this episode? Skeletor is um, Alan Oppenheimer um, doing the voice of Troutman. And, um, Who the fuck's Troutman? Captain Sisko. He's the, um, the um, military guy that's in charge. Oh, okay. That picks up Rambo in a helicopter. Uh, oh, that gave um, me Rambo. That guy, fair enough. And um, the tech guy, um, Turbo, is uh, Captain Sisko from Deep Space Nine. Huh. We're learning things. Yeah. Um, you say that the show is violent. I would argue that... Oh, no, it's not. Sorry. Let me take that back. It's not. It's not. It's James Avery, who was Uncle Phil on Fresh Prince. Not um, <laughs> Avery Brook. Avery Brooks is Captain Sisko. Important huh. distinctions being made here on Ramjack. Mixed up my Averys. <laughs> I hate when I mix up my Averys. Oh. Avery! <laughs> Not you. <laughs> um, so you, you say that the show is violent, and I would say that there's a lot of, like, violent actions being depicted, but no one is ever being... It's It's got that G.I. Joe line where no one is actually getting shot. No one is being stabbed. True, but in G.I. Joe, at least they were firing... Lasers. Lasers that were just lights. This, they're using missiles. Well, missiles and, and real guns. <laughs> missiles. Yeah. Yeah, real guns. Um, it's like... And Rambo carries a knife. Well, and there's a very clear intent. Even if no one is killed, everyone is very clearly out to murder. Yeah. Like, Rambo oh, yeah. wants to kill. Everyone wants to... Well, I guess Rambo is... He's he, so. This is a very, even though it's a very weird, grisly cartoon for children. He is. He's been neutered a bit because I don't think Rambo actually has any intention of murdering anyone. I think it's all just sort of like incapacitating everybody. 
Yeah. Uh, but they they want to kill him. Let's make no mistake about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do feel it is it is a a touch more more violent and hiding violence less than GI Joe yeah. ever yes, was. Yes. Yes. It is harder like, for, than GI Joe. But it is a cartoon based on a film series about a man with PTSD um, after leaving Vietnam. I, I, um, I know this is the very obvious thing to say, but I think that is really irresponsible. Like, the, oh, the basic de- it's, it's a, such a crass decision to capitalize on the fact that little boys were, prob- were clearly already obsessed with Rambo. Like, it was marketed, like, in a way it somehow, like, became this vehicle for kids to look up to, and I think that's really disturbing. By the way, this came out um, after Rambo 2, but before Rambo 3. So at this point um, in the Rambo canon, he had not yet aided the Taliban. <laughs> so, um, which again is the premise of Rambo 3. Uh, Rambo helps the Taliban fight um, the Soviets. But we have we, God, we have Rambo, seen a Rambo that Ram- you know closes that circle and sees him sort of ha- having to clean up that mess. <laughs> Rambo 2 was such a hard R rating. How did we get a kid show out of that? It's 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 it purely I I mean you know what it is. It's just crass marketing and opportunism. Like they they knew that little yeah. boys like they couldn't go see this movie, but there was a clear study done at some point of demographics. And it's like the RoboCop TV show. That should have never been made. Yeah. I actually I think I, I think it would have been irresponsible for parents to like let kids see this cartoon because it glorifies violence in a way that is really shocking, and they try to insert some sort of really limp dick bullshit like moralism by inserting like a child character into it. But the most important yeah. thing to say to a kid in this cartoon would be, guns are extremely dangerous. They are, like, not toys, and violence and death and destruction are, like, not... They're not forces of, like, good. Like, this... It doesn't... Doesn't do anything. <laughs> like... <laughs> what? I I just had a memory um, <laughs> that oh. um, is so perfect um, for this discussion. Um, so, friends, let, story time. Um, when I was in kindergarten... We were going to do a little Thanksgiving um, program um, in the <laughs> evening. Um, you know, your standard fare, pilgrims, um, Indians. Um, Someone called that a pageant. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Was this for school or yes, was this, this for was, your... This okay. Was, this was for school, uh, J.B. Young. Um, and um, we you know, had little paper pilgrim hats and we were supposed to... Um, um, bring in like a toy gun because we we were doing a thing oh, where we were pilgrims no. and it was like bang 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 and my uncle was in town and so he was going to take me to the toy store wait. to buy a toy gun for this wait bang 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 the pilgrims yeah we were pilgrims. <laughs> shooting we were, the turkey yeah, for, we were, yeah shooting the okay i think we were i assume we were shooting turkeys but who knows it's jackson um and for whatever reason my uncle bought me the Rambo toy machine gun <laughs> that made like machine gun noises. There's some alt history going Brad, on there. I'm really glad that this story didn't take the turn I thought it would take. Do you know the turn that I kind of thought it was going to take? <laughs> he bought him a real no, no, no. BB gun. I didn't necessarily think that Brad would be connected to someone who would give him a real gun. I thought Brad you were going to say that another kid in the class brought a real gun. <laughs> 
no, no, four no. of those guns on stage were real BB guns. Yeah, I'm almost, most I likely, could guarantee most you. Most likely. Um, but my uncle did come back with me, and I had a fucking, a ram, uh, like a toy Rambo machine gun, um, which that was, is... I was, um, which I, I guess someone else was like, you, that's, you're a pilgrim, you can't have a machine gun. Um, so, like, we got me some, like, stupid, um, um, like, like, probably, I can't imagine it being cheap, but some, like, Civil War reproduction, like, wooden gun that was much more, not period accurate at all, but at least old-timey-ish. Yeah, that's clearly the point, um, right? We're- yeah, that was clearly yeah. what you were supposed to have. Those are those are common at, like, the Civil War battleground sites yeah. as souvenirs exactly. for kids. So. Also, it's something my family had easy access to. I, I love that the pageant I, like, was going for some level of accuracy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, well, I don't think they were because, like, I mean, they just said get a toy gun. Well, they told like, you you I, couldn't I, have like, the the Rambo gun, right? No, that they didn't say that. Someone else in my family oh. I, like made the call. Like, that's no, um, probably because it made noise. That was probably the reaction to it. Um, much less than it just being you can't have a machine gun if you're hunting a turkey. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that would change the course of history if they had machine guns. But it was absolutely um, like a Rambo machine gun that made machine gun noises. That's awesome. Uh, that just makes yeah. that just so, makes me think of my favorite toy as a kid, which was the He-Man sword that made sounds every time yes, you hit something. Nice. The most yes. annoying toy for a parent, because all it would do is go king, gong, king, king, gong, king. And I was hitting shit all the live long day. <laughs> king, king, gong. Nice. <laughs> that is, that's um, great. So, yeah, this, this TV show is inherently toxic. Um, I feel like the only people who would have liked this are miserable, mean little boys who would have made my life a fucking hell. So I, I don't really approve of this show in any real way. Um, they use so, the Rambo theme music, which is the weirdest thing to Why me. do you think that's weird? Like, it's fully licensed Rambo cartoon. I mean, it's... Yeah, but it's like it's so like orchestral it is and weird, like yeah. theatric. Like it is not fitting of a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. you expect like it's, some sort of watered down like Casio version yeah. or some kind of shitty you know sound cue. Yeah, yeah. it well, is something like so a GI Joe, like a theme song yeah. that's more like Rambo. Yeah, there's there's no real like theme not song. The, the music's not very. They show the word Rambo in flames, much like the original yeah. film. Yes. <laughs> Um, they show a tank bursting through a wall and a dog freaks out. That's upsetting. That dog oh, yeah. is that dog is very upsetting. That's, that's okay. very upsetting. But the first shot of the entire show <laughs> is so homoerotic. This is for little boys who love to wrestle, but they don't know why they love to wrestle. And when they grow up, they still don't know why they love to wrestle. And now they're homophobic MAGA voters and they're like frothing at the mouth over immigrants. But like the rippling bicep that opens this tv show and then we 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 pan down and he's tying his shoe why is why is part of rambo's suit up bootstraps bootstraps motherfucker (laughs) literal he's shirtless what percentage give me a percentage all the time. 100%. Not 100% in this episode. 102? <laughs> I would say I would say 90%. <laughs> yeah. Um it's, it's a lot. very very homoerotic. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um yeah, the, okay, so I meant to say there's something going on with this this um daily motion video rip. And it's a little disorienting for me. It's almost as if 
someone is aiming a camera at a screen that is playing the episode of Rainbow. Because there's a... Is it? I think that's just what it is, though. No, I don't... It happens throughout the entire show. The camera is constantly, subtly being tilted like you're on a theme park ride. It's very disorienting. That... I think they may have accidentally, when they converted this, did some uh, motion correction. They put a motion uh, correction, like, not filter, but like a process on it. Because that will happen if you do that. Now, you don't need to do that on animation. In fact, it would give this kind of result. And it's super weird that it does that. But I think that may be what's happening. If it is on purpose, that's very strange. Because it's almost like they're trying to insert camera pans and zooms in 2D cell animation that's already been completed. So it doesn't work. It, it, whatever whatever is going sense. on here, it's a little disorienting for me. Um, yeah. Okay. Ugh. So oh, also during the opening credits, which we haven't gotten past yet, um, we, we are introduced to uh, um, to Turbo, the tech guy, um, and uh, Cat, the master of disguise. Yeah, we, we see her as an old woman, and she pulls off. This is very old school TV show Mission Impossible, because in the original yeah. Mission Impossible TV show, the tech guy was black. And they do a lot of the costume stuff. They don't do masks, you know, being ripped off the head, but they did a ton of disguise work. So I feel like on some level, they're really pulling from the Mission Impossible show. Yeah. Um, I love that they seem to be, well, I was going to say, they seem to be pulling a lot from just action movies in general, because Rambo has a lot of, like, I would say, uh, like, grade school level um, one-liners. Not like you would in an action movie of the 80s, to that awesome caliber that he would normally have. No, in and, but he does say a lot of like closing lines oh, yeah. to people. That is interesting. In a real Rambo movie, Rambo would say something along the lines of "Eat shit, you piece of fuck," or something like that. I'm coming for you, Murdoch. Instead of what? What was the fuck? He says a lot of weird shit. The, in this. the first line that I that comes to mind is when he says to the Mad Max bikers, he's oh, like, yeah. "Eat sand, jerk face." <laughs> it's like something out of a Simpsons well, that's... gag. <laughs> No, because that's one of the character's name, Jerkface. You're kidding. Oh, yeah. Well. Animal, Jerkface, and Razor. Well, that's stupid. <laughs> oh, the leader is he... Mad Dog, voiced by Frank Welker. Oh, course. my God. Give me a break, Frank Welker. When do you leave the studio? <laughs> Over the last 40 <laughs> years of your career, what have you left that fucking stinky booth? Oh, don't go in there. Don't, don't go do... in there. That's Frank's booth. It reeks. Oh, God. It fucking reeks of Frank. <laughs> He'll do six shows in a day. You be careful. So... The, the um, main villain is General Warhawk. I thought his full name was Savage Warhawk, but he just <laughs> heads an organization known as Savage. I'm not looking up the acronym yes. and what it means. I refuse. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, the episode starts, and Rambo's just lifting some weights, and Troutman rolls up in a helicopter and is like, hey, Rambo, come on up. And he throws him a rope so, to climb and up. Before, just land. Before we hear Rambo speak... What's so insane is that we hear Stallone grunts. We hear like, these weights. But when he starts talking, again, he doesn't sound like Stallone. Why wouldn't you do a Stallone impression? It's a great question. Every kid who watched this TV show, who watched those movies, would be like, what the fuck? Why does he fucking sound like that? It would be. Did Rambo get sick? Is is Rambo like, what the hell's wrong with. He's so ripped, though. He's Why didn't he put a shirt on before going into the helicopter? <laughs> why doesn't Rambo have nipples, Mom? <laughs> but he has a 12-pack. I really wonder... The background of this is very, very similar uh, to Denver's uh, cross-country hike, 
one of the frames of it to the point where I'm almost <laughs> sure that one was right. Like the mountain is very similar in shape. I don't know that for sure. I'm <laughs> of course you don't know for sure. Coincidental. <laughs> but this reminds me a lot of Commando because yes. at that point, Arnold Schwarzenegger is just like in the woods being himself and this, and Rambo's doing the same thing until he gets this rope ladder thrown at. And then every kid's nightmare in middle school or high school is, I got to climb this rope rope ladder. But, you know, Stallone can do it no problem or whoever the Stallone imposter is. Rambo won. And, and Troutman like grabs him by like his muscly, beefy arm and he's yeah. like, here, let me help you. Let me help you get into this. Which is not needed. It's not needed at all. Rambo has done 99.9% of the work. He's in that helicopter. And Troutman's like, come here. Like, no, let me help you. Let me touch you. That was on purpose. Someone decided they were going to use that. Like, instead of him coming up into the plane on his own, that dude dude would help him. And that's strange. Uh, He fills Rambo in on, like, the mission of the week, which is uh, we're pretty sure that Warhawk is going (laughs) to... do something in Vegas, so figure it out and make sure he doesn't do that thing. And Rambo's like, cool. Um, so we go to Vegas, and Kat is investigating Pandora, who's on stage doing her act, Pandora and her panther! Yeah, the sign outside the hotel, I'm looking at it right now, it says, it's the pink swan, and it says, Pandora and her fabulous panther, 20 fabulous dancers! (laughs) So the panther is fabulous, but so are the dancers. Got it. They got bottom billing. A panther has higher billing than well, they do. So Pandora is holding a flaming hoop. The hoop that she is holding with her bare hand is on fire. fire. And there is a wild panther on stage that could very easily maul anyone in the front row. <laughs> uh, and she's doing her act. The panther jumps through the hoop. And then a black guy in a white tuxedo and a top hat's like, let's hear it. <laughs> Um, also, early contender for something. Um, there is a guy um, we see in the audience who is a straight-up Professor X-looking bald guy uh, with um, an ascot um, and a monocle. Okay, we're gonna tr- I'm gonna try and find out that where that guy. Now that's is. high society in Vegas. Yeah, it's around uh, two minute thirty seven. Uh, okay, <laughs> to describe <laughs> to describe the woman in the shot. She is wearing nearly arm-length purple gloves, like borderline full shoulder blade gloves, and a pirate booty kerchief. She's wearing a pirate's bandana over her very long brunette hair, which has not been pulled up. It is fully flowing, so I don't know what's happening here. And she's also having dinner with Leonard Nimoy. (laughs) I don't don't know if I see that necessarily, but I think Professor X might be a good contender for best dressed. I actually kind of like that. She is a nightmare. (laughs) She looks looks utterly ridiculous. She is the worst dressed, straight up. Um, Oh, um, goodness. So uh, Kat is um, uh, breaking into Pandora's dressing room to uh, find out that she's meeting with General Warhawk. Cat, who is not in disguise, yeah, she gets by out. the way. She's, she might be wearing a no. wig, but otherwise, I wanted her to wear a mask, like in the theme song. She never wears yeah. a fucking mask. That really pissed me off. Yeah. Oh, well, she just needed to infiltrate these dancers, yeah. <laughs> which took a hell of a time, because you're not going to change the number of dancers on that billboard. Well, you also got to, like, fit in, like, because it's, cul- it's a dance culture. Yeah. You can't just, like, waltz in or you'll be eaten alive. And she finds out that this meeting is going to take place between Pandora and Warhawk with the old, you know, secret agent trick of just, you know, taking a bit of rubbing charcoal and just taking a notebook and just seeing what someone wrote on top of it. And the handwriting 
in the note is full on like like marketing font like it's a font with like filled in cursive letters it's insane and uh so of course um pandora and her panther arrive and this panther charges immediately and cat just throws paper at the panther which i love just throws paper at it and then jumps she throws like everything from the desk she just collects everything that's on the desk and just hurls office supplies at the panther yeah. Uh, which sort of disorients it for a half second. She jumps over the panther and drop kicks Pandora. Which is yeah. awesome. I actually yeah. kind of like Cat. Cat does a really crazy yeah. thing here in a second where she's trying to get away from the panther. <laughs> she goes on stage but is so deeply embedded in her undercover role that she just joins the kick line. And the panther's like, uh, hey, I'm still here and I'm going to eat your ass whole. Like, like, why are you it's dancing so right now? Like, the jig is up. <laughs> like, she was, like, she, she was just hoping the panther would go for one of the other girls. Yeah. Well, and the other girls, like, <laughs> they, they freak confused. the fuck out. They run away, understandably, because the panther's going crazy. Pandora slices through the curtain with a knife. Why? <laughs> I'll never know. She wraps. No. Maybe she was trying to stab. Uh, cat. No, I don't. Th- I think she bot. did. No. She was facing that Sneak awkward attack. theater moment where it's like, oh no, oh where does the th- where does the curtain open? Where where does the curtain open? Where- I know you marked it with tape. Shut up! I can't see. That. Where- I'll use my knife. <laughs> Fuck it. And then she rips the knife. She comes she rips out. The knife. <laughs> um, she uses a knife to rip the curtain. I'm sorry. And then she uses her yeah. whip to capture. So cat. sexy. So sexy. Was cats? Was cats game? Was that that maybe the the panther would just run past her, thinking that she was just part of the, <laughs> like the panther hasn't caught up with me yet. Maybe he'll just think I'm. Part I, I'm of dressed the, just like all the other girls. He'll never know which is which. <laughs> he can't be an apex predator that uses more than just vision to seize. I mean, I, surely he wouldn't track me by my smell. Let's I give it a try. Denver intuition. Idiot. <laughs> um. That was really funny. Like I, I actually laughed a lot when that happened. And, and they cut to they cut to Rambo and Turbo 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 Rambo. Her name should be O. Like it should end with an O. I don't know what it is. Kato. Kato. I don't know. I there's I love it so much in the opening theme uh, when the narrator is like and cat. <laughs> cat. Cat. They, they cut to Rambo and Turbo, and they just have some you know chatterbox bullshit about. Uh, the, uh, I don't know what happened to Cat, but they better not have done anything bad to her. And Turbo's like, all right, calm down. <laughs> like, I'm sure she's fine. She's Cat. She's the master of disguise. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, cut to cut to Savage's war council or a war, Warhawks war council, I should say. It looks like they Warhawks Savage Warhawks Savage cancel cancel cancel. Can, can, go. It's a lot of words. A lot of, it's words. A lot of words, guys. Um, he's holding a Savage. War Council. And uh, there's a sheik. There's some sort of Lawrence of Arabia sheik. There's a man in a white tank top. And then there's a guy. Uh, wait a minute. I think this might be the father of the little boy from Denver the Last Dinosaur who had an orange mohawk. <laughs> because this guy has an orange mohawk. Bo- <laughs> mohawk. Oh, goodness. <laughs> mohawk. Warhawk. And he has a giant skull necklace. I think this is the father yeah. of that Jetsons kid. <laughs> Well, this is Mad Dog, voiced by Frank Welker. Oh, brother, does Mad Dog even say anything? Um, he does at some There's point. A, this scene is a good example of what I'm talking about. There's a lot of really disorienting, like, camera. Like, the camera will just yeah. violently move, and I don't know what's happening. 
Yeah, I think Alex, I think you call it. I think, yeah. There's enough weird, like, 45-degree angled shots in both of these. Well, like, there was some strange stuff happening in Denver that I think that if, yeah, if you tried to put some of that corrective software on top of it, it would just really mess it up. the like only this. time it ever happens, if nothing is moving on screen, it's fine. But I notice every time Warhawk moves in any way, the camera moves with him. It's like it, the the camera has, like, a really hard time just keeping up with the show or something. It's It's really weird. But anyway... Yeah, I think I think yeah, I think it's all software because it's re- it's really bad too in the next scene when the planes um coming down. We're also getting a lot of like I I expect this, but we get a lot of like chemtrail stuff. We're like the the <laughs> the software clearly cannot keep up with the animation, so you get these weird like <laughs> like the character just gets like raked over the animation cell, and it's really weird. But they're basically having a meeting about how Rambo's bad and they want to kill Rambo. <laughs> now, it's the thing is like. Um, Warhawk is glad that they caught Cat, which I, I get clearly one of their enemies. Yay, we caught her. Um, but they're like, ah, now, now we gotta get Rambo. Like, wouldn't you be better off if you pulled this off without Rambo knowing, as opposed to alerting him by kidnapping his pal? Well, I'm very oh, confused yeah. as to how any information is getting passed from anyone to anyone, because I don't know how Rambo and Turbo already know that Cat's been kidnapped. Like, they don't show her sending a signal. They don't show her, like, well, passing any info along to another agent. I assume that she was she supposed didn't. to report in. Oh. Yeah, she never yeah. reported in. She's been missing for 24 hours. That means we have to go into Vegas and regularly. Well, they were going to do that anyway. Like, I, I, in any situation, Warhawk well, yeah. going to have to face Rambo. I think he probably well, understood yeah. that. Uh, I looked up a lot of episodes on Wikipedia. Apparently, there's one where Warhawk creates a robot boy. A robot boy that can take on other identities. It's why every episode description is oh, so man. insane. Like it, every episode is just Warhawk doing something truly. Be- but the first few episodes seem fairly grounded. Like they're trying to blow up a bridge, or they're trying to take over a, like a, a base or something like that. By the end of the show, it is bonkers. Ah, uh, uh, man, I need to watch another one of these. Um, Because it is weird. So this is like the Mad Max ripoff sequence because we're getting a lot of guys on like dirt bikes with mohawks and skull necklaces and they're trying to kill Rambo. They're firing their guns into infinity. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, Rambo got off the the plane that opened its face up and then he uh, exited with his weird like jeep slash tank slash mount for his uh, semi-automatic rifle (laughs) on the front of it. It's a weird, it's a weird contraption. The the dune buggy dirt bike things have missiles that like appear and like fire out of nowhere. That's, I'm I'm still hung up on the plane opening from the front. (laughs) You know how they do. Like what weird toy is this? I mean, it's modeled after a real plane. I've been in one at the Air Force Museum, really? but it's overkill for the animation here. It's like, why not, wow. Why not just open from the back like a normal plane? <laughs> they show Mad Dog shaking his arm at Rambo at least three times. <laughs> the animation is constantly Rambo. being reused. At one point, Rambo blows out the tire of one of the Mad Max goons, and that guy gets thrown to the side. But he's not killed, presumably. God, there's hell of there's hails of bullets all it's, the time. It's so much... like. I, it's so much shooting. It's so much shooting. What about when they launch the missiles and Rambo, like, his 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 dune buggy thing gets, like, knocked on two wheels, but Rambo <laughs> kind of, like, just looks at him like, guess what? I can yeah. balance the whole he's thing. He's balancing his tank on two wheels. 
Not like it's not on its like it's not on its hind leg wheels, if you know what I'm talking about. It's not the back wheels. It's it's on one side, just sort of driving <laughs> like at 90 miles an hour. I don't know how we're supposed to believe these physics. Now I now I kind of want to see where it hits the the missile hits the front and he's just wheeling over the explosion. Seems <laughs> <laughs> like that'd be like in a Bollywood action. Film. So nobody's killed, but the three goons just sort of team up and they're like, "We got to get out of here." And Rambo goes backstage at the Pink Flamingo or whatever the fuck this place is, and it's like, hey, ladies, have you ever seen this lady? And they're like, that lady? Yeah, that lady is Kat. Uh, she's the woman that nearly tried to get his kill with the panther. <laughs> um, but, yeah, good luck with that, Rambo. <laughs> but then they're like, but yeah, we haven't seen her in a couple of days. Oh, you haven't seen her since the, uh, um, she almost got killed by a panther and Yeah, she was visibly kidnapped on stage. Did everyone think that was an S and M bit? <laughs> it was a real no, weird for the show. Weird sketch. I didn't get it. What a weird sketch that I know. I love that Rambo. I love that Rambo's on the beat, just like going yeah. around. You seen this shirtless, shirtless no, the whole time in Vegas. He is not shirtless when he's backstage yet. I thought he no, was shirtless. No, I'm watching no, it right now. He's wearing his hoodie with the sleeves cut off. Might as well be shirtless. Also, it's I'm see-through. looking at a sign in this like this exterior shot. There's a sign that says Pandora Hotel. Does Pandora have her own hotel? <laughs> that's pretty crazy if that's true. Oh, well, Ram- Rambo's you- trying to get into the hotel. Are you sure Are you sure that's not the pink swan with the Pandora sign? No, there's another sign. Rambo goes from backstage to another building with the bellhop outside, and that sign says Pandora Hotel. <laughs> she oh, wow. must be a really fucking big player outside of her panther antics. She owns property. <laughs> oh wow! Well, yeah. that's why she wants to get more money. Like she's just like, yeah, she sees an investment opportunity. Yeah, she goes for she I, goes from the Pandora Hotel where she lives to the Pink Swan where she performs. It's a block. It's less than a block away. Perfect scenario. That's why she has the penthouse. I love this bellhop. Is like, um, Rambo's like, where's this woman with the panther? Hey. I'm sorry. Where is this woman with the panther? <laughs> um, and the guy's like, um, yeah, she's uh, upstairs. Um, you're not allowed. There's security and guards up there. So fuck off. I also love this guy's look because he looks like he comes from the 80s. Yeah. Like, of course, bellhops then had giant beards and, like, a long mullet-like hair and wore these crazy outfits. <laughs> like, it doesn't surprise me if this was, like, drawn. So because one. he's been turned away by a mealy-mouthed wimp of a bellhop, like that would ever happen, uh, Rambo goes to the top of another building, uses a straight-up just, like, hook shot? Like a, like a fucking grappling oh, yeah. hook. But when we see him... He would have had to throw this fucking hook. Uh, like, it, it's two lanes of traffic. Like, it's... he hurt. Oh, across a yeah. city it's block? So yes. <laughs> it's so far. It's so far. Rambo's very strong, though. I think you're forgetting that part. Yeah. He's very strong. Have you not strong. seen Rambo, too? Did you see him lifting those weights? I haven't seen a single Rambo. Yeah, he climbed up that well, That's rope. not true. I saw the most recent Rambo, which came out like, what? What would that have been, like, 20... Oh. That was past his prime. That was past his prime, though. Yeah. I mean, he was doing a lot of crazy shit well, in there, but if you've not seen Rambo 2 or yeah, Rambo 3, I, you don't I know Rambo. No it was past films. his prime and past, past his him being a human and just being a collection of chemicals. Well, but then we had to sit through Rocky Balboa, and then we had to sit through... True. I mean, I like Creed, but like he will not let these franchises go. I think on some level he is still planning another Rambo. There was a ramp. There was a Rambo script going around where he was in like the, the Arctic fighting a monster. I, I, that should happen. What? Like, that should happen. Do you remember hearing like, about that at not? all? 
No. I haven't heard uh, about this it. This is an old this was years and years ago that that was a, a rumored script, but clearly that went nowhere. I don't think they would ever actually do that. I think they would I think Oh uh, yeah, dude, there's a really old Oh uh, yeah, dude episode from like 2009 where they talk about a script for a Rambo where he goes into Mexico and fights like drug cartels. And this would have been after the I mean, most recent seems... movie came out. So there you go. That still seems like a stretch because it's not the jungle. But I guess Afghanistan wasn't the jungle either. Well, so. neither was. Well, I guess, yeah, he was in Burma, right? In that last movie. Yeah. And that technically was a jungle. Yeah. Um, so, Rock, uh, not Rocky, uh, Rambo, <laughs> uh, he's, he breaks into the penthouse we were cat is being uh, held and the panther like gives him the old once over he falls out of the out of a window but thank god for that grappling hook because <laughs> it saves his ass once he again throw that thing the upper body strength of this man i also love when he swung over again parallel with the top of the other roof like i don't know how the fuck this works doesn't um when he got up to the top he starts to like kind of like reel in the rope and the guards on the top are like Wait a minute, that's Ram. Fuck! <laughs> and they start shooting at him, point blank range. It's pretty this, great. Just pretty. So great. we were in like the heart of like metropolitan Vegas, like like skyscraper casino, Vegas. Now we, I don't know where we are in this next scene. I guess in the well, desert. Because, but <laughs> yeah, well, because they um they get on their helicopter and escape. Yeah. And Rocky sort of has and to watch them escape from like the balcony that he landed on. Um, this is the best scene in the whole episode. <laughs> I mean, I, I won't hear any arguments against it because Cat Cat is tied up in a weird little shack, and in the single most lethargic bit of narrative bullshit, it's like Deus Ex Ratna, and I can't deal with it. This fucking rat shows up and is like, <laughs> "What is this? A bottle? Cool. I like this bottle. I want to take this bottle." Uh oh. I tipped the bottle over. Let me push this empty bottle over. Oh, I broke the bottle that I wanted. Oh, no, I'm sad. And she looks at the rat and she goes, thanks. (laughs) Remind me to get you a piece of cheese. And she she uses the broken bottle, of course, to cut her rope in animation that is so bad. Nothing is moving. The bottle isn't moving. What is supposed to be happening? And she looks at the rat. It's inches from the ropes around her wrist. It doesn't make sense. She stands up and she looks at the rat and she goes, you're the first rat that... I am glad that I met. <laughs> Gotta go, rat. <laughs> no, it's even worse than that. It's like, this is the first time that a rat's ever saved me. Oh, okay. okay. I cannot All believe right. that your script cool. includes this moment where a rat... Like, she couldn't have gotten out any other a way. Rat, a rat knocked over an empty glass bottle that was on a shelf for some reason. And she is still dressed up as a chorus girl, including her crazy hat. Why is she still wearing oh, yeah. the crazy hat? The dedication to craft. <laughs> She's still in character. Who? who? Who's Cat? <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. I'm not Cat. Well, then she starts. I'm Clara. I started last Clara week. Clara Bell. And she starts crying out, Help! Help! Ah! Uh, help! And the Sheik goes in and he's like, What's up? And she's like, Hi ya! That's what's up. <laughs> what's up? I want your clothes, Sheik. She karate chops and takes But doesn't clothes. take off her makeup. No, oh, no that's not her. She's still in character. Yeah. Meanwhile, Warhawk is meeting with ninjas. Yeah. yeah. The Black Dragon, I believe they're known as. And I'm pretty sure we get a really bad Asian accent. Like something along the lines of, nobody can stop the Black Dragon. And it's like, all right. Thank, thank you. Thanks. Thank you for that. 
uh, Kat escapes, but she's about to be mowed down in a very stark moment. The the goons are they're well, going to crazy mow her down. Like, the, the, like she's in this, she's like stolen this guy's clothes and she's driving away. Um, and as soon like as soon as she gets inside, she takes off the headdress and throws it aside. And that's when they look out and see it's her. And I'm like, hey, dummy, keep that on. Yeah. You're, you're escaping. She got out. a little bit too uh, hubristic, a little bit too uh, arrogant yeah. in that moment. Some master of disguise you are, cat. Uh, but thankfully, Rocky shows up at the very last second, and bl- they bl- he and Turbo are Rambo or Rocky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, Adrian, I came to help my buddy Rambo. Thanks, Rocky. Rocky and Creed uh, show up uh, because they're both black. Uh, racist. <laughs> they they blow up those goons straight to fucking hell. And Cat's like, "Thanks, pals." And they're like, "No prob." <laughs> I love when the goons. I I don't know if they actually get directly hit, but they do ram each other's vehicles head on, and like there's a crazy like ragdoll people falling out of vehicles, and the vehicles just kind of like fly into the air together and just disappear. Uh, I love crashing. The other thing we haven't mentioned is uh, um, Rambo repeatedly refers to himself and his team as the force of freedom. I thought he referred to himself as the force of freedom. Hey, the force of freedom has something to say about that. Um, Okay. Cool, but it just—that's such a weird phrase. Why isn't the show just I called Rambo? I think the Rambo. Force of Freedom's gonna do something. It's not like the RoboCop cartoon is called RoboCop. He's here, baby. Like it's not like they—they they gave that a subtitle. Uh, um, like I, I love the Hoover Dam sequence because there's a a drag queen teacher who is just she basically said it's like a teacher voice out of like an old vaudeville act. She's like, now children. And Margaret Dumont as the teacher. <laughs> I've gained a bit of weight, Archie, can you tell? Oh, Archikins. <laughs> now Professor Firefly. <laughs> She's telling the children to keep up in, in a really funny moment. This, this sassy, shitty little girl is like, Tommy, what are you doing? The teacher told us that we're supposed to stay with the group. And Tommy, who's so gay... Is like, <laughs> her, I don't fucking give a shit. Why don't you fucking prance your ass away from me? I'm going to check out these turbines. <laughs> He's a gay um, little boy. <laughs> a couple of things. I love they're on top of the dam, and they're like, so how does this make energy? How does this shit work? And the teacher's like, well, we'll have to go down to see the turbines <laughs> to talk about that. And so they go down, and then we see them down there, and that's when he's like, I want to stay down with the turbines. So apparently they went down there, she tells them about turbines, and then they immediately, like, and she says, well, we need to go back up to the top now. Oh, you know, well, you know these tours of these federal <laughs> facilities, Brad, they're all, they're, it's so wound, yeah. winding, and wound I up. I just, I love that the teacher's like, um, the kid asks, so how does this work? She's like, teacher's like, well, we'll have to go down to the turbines. They, she goes, takes them down to the turbines. Tells him the one sentence about the turbines, and then is like, let's go back up. <laughs> also, why wouldn't a federal employee be, like, leading this tour? Like, are they just walking yeah, around? they snuck in. They snuck yeah, in. Yeah, they broke in. <laughs> Come, children, quickly. It's their nature. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the Hoover Dam janitorial staff is kidnapped by Black Dragon Ninjas. You know, like, you got to take out the janitorial staff first and foremost. Uh, that gives way for the helicopter to land, and Warhawk... Just sort. God, Warhawk is such a badly designed character. Why does he look like this? It's his chin and his jawline and his head. It's it's so poorly I done. I think he looks like Jean Claude Van Damme. Ugh. He does. 
Yeah, I think I think that they might were be a like disservice to Sean Claude they Van Damme. Could, <laughs> I think I think they were hoping they could they could if this got big they could make it into something. Why does every character look like they're wearing eyeliner? Like even Tommy, the little boy, it's like, are you an Egyptian pharaoh? Like, what is with <laughs> Rocky? Troutman, everyone's got eyeliner. It's fun. And let's talk about Tommy's clothes, because Tommy is also not very well-dressed. Salmon polo, purple shorts, nearly knee-high socks with little blue shoes. T- Salmon polo tucked into the purple shorts. No, no. Also, little girl is dressed like she's out of Little House on the Prairie, but... So is the teacher. The, um... You say eyeliner, but the bellhop is definitely wearing, um eyelash extender because you can see his eyelashes like someone took the time to draw eyelashes on that guy and no one else has eyelashes well not not to linger too too much on the effeminacy of this little boy but i do i must emphasize the way he turn he turns his head away from her and waves twice he like waves back at her twice like get out fuck off (laughs) (laughs) his curly hair the short shorts uh that's He's got an interesting look. So Warhawk, uh, they plant this bomb, and <laughs> Rambo shows up, and he's like, hey, don't do that. And the teacher's like, oh, my. I, I do want to point out, I love when um, 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 the ninja guy, a black dragon, um, he gets off the helicopter, he's like, hey, guys, help me with this bomb. <laughs> and it uh, takes all four of these ninjas. Um, they come, and they, I just love this, th- these four guys carrying this bomb I don't together. understand why the bomb is so oh, yeah. heavy. And why is it one bomb and not many bombs throughout the dam? Because yeah. it's a big bomb. Well, a big bomb may not be as effective as lots of little bombs throughout the entire dam, Alex. That is true. They couldn't. They can. They can deactivate one bomb, but many bombs? Nope. There's too many. Um, Every one of those kids is gonna have to grab a bomb and take it up to the top and throw it over the edge, and that's that's you can't do that. I I, I love how because this is a kids' cartoon. Wait a minute. Oh boy. Um. <laughs> Okay, I'll make my point, and then I'll point out some fashion. Because I paused on just the right moment. Oh, boy. So the teacher shows up, and she's like, oh, terrorists. And because it's a cartoon, they don't murder them immediately. (laughs) They they say to the teacher (laughs) and the children, all right, get out of here, you scamps. Get the fuck out of here. And the teacher goes, quickly, children, run in that direction. There is a little boy. (laughs) <laughs> yes. A little black boy wearing a white <laughs> long sleeve shirt, jeans, and a red vest. <laughs> the red vest says in quotes, there are quotes around the word. That word is pups. <laughs> <laughs> what the, what the fuck are you talking about, animators? Pups. Hey, look what I did. I wrote pups. You know what you should do? Put it in quotes. What is Best this? Best dressed. <laughs> I, I would agree. Pups. pups. Brad, would you rock that vest? <laughs> I'm it's, sure. It's pups, man. You got to rep your pups. love of, pups, of quote unquote. It's capital P, lowercase u, capital P, lowercase s. <laughs> I mean, what is that? Lazy. You didn't have to write anything on the vest. Anything. Are you looking up Pups Vest? <laughs> yeah. I'm just like trying to see, is that a thing? What do you mean, is that a like, thing? Like, I mean, I don't, I don't even I don't even know. Like, I don't even understand what it's in reference to. Like, what? Literally the one thing on the internet pups? you'll never be able to look up. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's Rambo I... Pups Vest. <laughs> so, so Rambo grappling hooks 
a fucking dam from like again four stories so much below work. with just yeah and he climbs up he goes in and finds the four ninjas and the general and whoever the general's lackey is and he's all like hey guys surprise um there's a grenade that's thrown oh, man. that um it gets weird and that little kid's there and rambo's like what the fuck kid didn't you listen to your teacher? And this is where we get the PSA of, yeah, I should listen to my teacher. I'm so sorry, Mr. Rambo. And he's like, shut up. Get, get to the <laughs> surface. <laughs> shut up. Get to the surface. I, I love that he like he gets sassy with the kid, though, because he's like, You're, are you going to listen this time? Yeah, the lesson yeah. here is listen to your teacher. That's it. I yes. feel like Lookie had a more valuable lesson in She-Ra. Yeah. You know what? Maybe oh, yeah. don't listen to your teacher because not all teachers are good teachers and not all cops are good cops. So just be careful. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But this kid is scared straight as he should be and he runs up he runs up to the top where Rambo obviously this is also a counting down a bomb uh, that counts down and he's wasting all this time giving a lecture well, to the, his the child. the countdown so. makes zero sense. Every time we cut back to it I'm like nope. Absolutely not. Nope. Because uh, the, yeah, there's a big firefight, and there's lots of kicking and guns getting knocked out of hands. That that grenade goes off at one point. There are, there's ninjas. Um, <laughs> the, the guy in the white tank top, by the way, his tank top has a skull over top a gold lightning bolt over top a purple triangle. What the fuck? Is this a band tee? It's awesome. Did you get this at a concert? <laughs> yeah. Um, but ultimately, totally. Rocky has to... Not Rocky. Rambo. I apologize. <laughs> You're fine. He lugs this very heavy bomb up how many slides of, flights of stairs? So many. All and of them, moving, man. They're at the bottom of it. very slowly. And it says like 40 seconds. And I'm like, no, Ram- Rambo. You're going to die this day. You will die this day. No. You're wrong because he has the strength of five oh. men. Well, four ninjas. Um... But yeah, he gets up, he gets the bomb to the top of the, the dam and like with no seconds left, picks it up over his head and just throws it into the water. It explodes and no damage is done. He gets splashed well, by and water. It lands, yeah. it lands in the water, but very close to the actual wall. And it's like that would yeah. have created damage. Yeah. Like it's also supposed to be like oh. a very powerful bomb, I assume. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's when we realized that maybe the general got chipped. One of those people who sold him the bomb just and didn't give her like. By the way, just to bomb. clarify, the the scheme the whole time was to destroy the dam. Then all of the Las Vegas police would be busy dealing with the oh, dam, right. so they wouldn't be able to oh, stop give me them a break. when they rob casinos. Give me a fucking break. So without the dam having been blown up, they just go into it anyway. They go into the heist mode yeah. of the plan anyway and it's like this is stupid and rambo gets shirtless and goes into a helicopter and it's just like see a turbo I, see a cat <laughs> i mean they've got they have ninjas robbing a casino cops are not prepared to deal with ninjas you don't need to worry about them ninjas she's carrying like ak-47s and they're robbing a circus hotel a circus hotel that has live trapeze artists who are really scared um, there's also a great, oh, there's also goodness. a really great shot of an elephant's ass, if you remember mm-hmm. that at all. Like an ass crack. We see an entire elephant statue's ass crack in one shot. That's crazy. The yeah. scariest thing is when those trapeze artists realize that there are terrorists around taking they over jump. things, and they just miss yep. their marks, and they're just free falling down. Yeah. And you think, oh my goodness, are they going to kill these trapeze artists and Rambo? Because at this point, they I they kind no of idea. implied that they're falling to their death. 
Yeah. Uh, well, we do see them get in a net, and there's like a clown face behind it. Like one of the oh. doors is like a. It gets wild, guys. And this is obviously because everyone knows who's been to Vegas. The Circus Hotel is the Vegas oh, sure. Hotel. Vegas. That's one. Well, we all know the famous architecture of the Circus Hotel. The entrance is uh, under a huge canopy that looks like a clown face. So if you're above, it looks like the hotel is vomiting humans. It looks like the fucking Beetlejuice sandworm. <laughs> the Beetlejuice what? Oh, the sandworm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not. Unfair. I don't know how it's that popular. I don't get it. I'm not a clown Rambo guy. lands the helicopter, um, and then we have to actually watch him tie his boots with his flexing bicep yeah. again. This is apparent. I guess this is Rambo's uh, Prince Adam turning into He-Man shot. Yeah. Rambo. Like, let's get let's uh, let's see him take off that shirt and get that knife ready. I- the scariest thing is the fucking knife. Yeah. It looks sharp. It's so close to his torso, he's going to cut I would argue himself. that Rambo in the theme song doesn't look anything like the character of the show. I, I think the character, the facial character design is different enough to where I notice it very distinctly. Yeah. And he also grabs his crossbow, we should say. Yeah, which will come to great use here in a sure. second. <laughs> uh, the, the goons are demanding money. They're putting it in little tiny bags. Like, they all have little tiny bags of money. This is a, ter- this is a terrible plan. <laughs> well, I'd also the, like the general also rides in on a tank, so I guess they just need to throw it in the tank. Oh yeah, because it's there's like a there's a military parade of bad guys coming in with their vehicles. I love that when they they first in, infiltrate the circus. Also, the biker gang and the the sheiks just start firing like to scare people. But it looks like they're firing the at like yeah perfect person level. So yeah. there's like a whole scene we don't see where people are just getting literally an R rated version, like an R rated movie version of the scene would involve them murdering everyone. They would just murder everyone. Oh yeah, yeah. As a way of showing that would have been killed instantly. Okay. Ramjack Knights Network. We're gonna we're gonna take this cartoon, but we're gonna put in all of the um, CGI um, blood spatter of the uh, 20, 2007 Rambo movie. Oh, man, was that 2007? Good oh, lord! Yeah. They unleash yeah. those weapons, and the crowd of like people at the casino is just liquid. They're just liquid yeah. after seconds. Uh, just goo. Vaporized. Just CGI goo everywhere. Fashion PS. Uh, the guy in the white tank top has the skull lightning bolt triangle so does the orange mohawk guy is this like a logo for the goons yeah yeah it's their logo yeah goon logo you're one of us now here here's your triangle and your skull oh, and your lightning love, bolt <laughs> i also love rambo's little personal uh, helicopter that he comes in on yeah <laughs> yeah it's the one that he he left cat and turbo behind and i'm like do they have a way of getting out of the desert like give me a break no <laughs> They're walking now, conserving their water, doing the best they can. Um, the ninjas throw what appear to be completely brown ninja stars and a knife that is completely yeah. brown. The handle, the blade, everything is brown. <laughs> yeah, they made brown it in their woodworking shop. Or their chocolate. Delicious chocolate oh. ninja stars and chocolate <laughs> knives. Sharp chocolate. Uh. Rambo uses like a spin wheel, like a not a roulette wheel, but something I guess similar-ish as a shield, and then uses it as a giant shuriken to throw at these ninjas. That'll teach them. That'll teach you black like dragons. Nonjas. Oh wait, <laughs> which I think is what Brad. he says afterwards, right? That's his one-liner. Wait, yeah. but then, <laughs> oh, does he say "see you in Vegas"? Because Cat and Turbo are in this. Oh scene. God, yeah. He must say yeah. "see you." In- well, they say to him as he's as he's taking off. They yell, "Leave some for us." Because they're so bloodthirsty. Why can't the they be in the helicopter? Why does Rambo only get his one-seater only, helicopter? There's for, there's a smoke bomb goes off, and Warhawk manages to escape. And when they try to flee, when they try to pursue him, they have to face off against Pandora and her panther one last time. Time out. The smoke bomb is 
is shot like a proper tank shell from the main artillery gun, and there's no way that's how that works. Oh, like, that would have put a hole, like a huge four foot hole, through the back of one of the walls as it was exiting. Um, but that's awesome. Like, I think it's fun. So Rambo and the I, oh yes, yeah. So yeah. So we're getting to this fight scene now. Um, I love that. Um, so it's gonna be Rambo versus a panther. Um, Rambo calls the panther, and the panther yeah. answers. But I love that Cat um has two fucking guns and is like, "Fuck up! I don't need this." Well, I'm gonna fight her panther. It's like she ditches them, thinking Pandora will do the same. But Pandora does not drop her weapon. She keeps using her well, whip because yeah, she's smart. And when yeah. when Cat manages to get that away from Pandora, she's like, "Now let's see how you do without your little toy." And I'm like, "It's not a toy; and it's she, a weapon." Yeah. yeah, and she does pretty well because she flies. Oh. She does a sideways <laughs> yeah. flying kick straight out of the street. Yeah, fighter. she goes fully <laughs> horizontal after leaping into the air, and then like a rocket being launched at Cat. It, it's it's so crazy. Meanwhile, Rambo underwater. <laughs> And what is clearly, we are meant to understand in this moment that he chokes the yeah. panther to death. It goes yes. limp underwater. But then when they break the surface, the panther's like, ah, ah, oh boy, what a Monday. <laughs> he bested him in combat. They jump into what is a, a, a an above ground pool or a fountain that is apparently eight <laughs> feet deep. Very oh, deep. Well, yeah, they break the three-dimensional plane <laughs> and enter into a fourth-dimensional yes, space. It's, it's so crazy. <laughs> Look, man and beast, they don't know what's up and down there, but Rambo... And then is. in a pure Wicked Witch move, uh, Pandora is only defeated when she is thrown into the fountain. Why? Why is she defeated in that moment? And she... A lady She looks water. at the panther, and I think she says something like, Oh, you fool. Yeah. Well, the panther licks her like, well, at least we got She's each like, other. fuck you. And then that's basically, like, it wraps up quick. Yeah. Yeah. There's not even any real fallout. I think there's just, like, a quick, well, we did it, Rambo. (laughs) I would have given it anything if, like, we started hearing, like, the police sirens and we saw, like, all these ambulances, like, pulling up as they, like, pan out from, like, a sky view. And Pandora, Jesus Christ, Rambo, terrorists attacked the Circus Circus Casino. What the fuck is going on? What is with these lady performers? Pandora, even as she's being put into the police van, is wearing her cat ears. Take those off, you <laughs> fool. You don't need to be in your cat costume all the fucking time. Pandora, who's the fool? That panther or yeah, you? Girl, snap, snap. Check yourself, babe. So that's Rambo, the force of freedom. <laughs> Ooh, what a weird show. What a weird show. show. Um, who won and who lost? I would say that Pandora lost because she was like she she was the sort of scrap that Warhawk gave to Rambo in the Force of Freedom while he got away. So she's she's gonna be incarcerated oh. for the rest. She screams, Warhawk will rescue me, and Rambo's like, don't fucking uh count on it. <laughs> Are you thinking Warhawk mean- only cares about himself? Don't count on it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Troy again, McClure. This guy sounds nothing like Sloan. He sounds like Troy McClure. <laughs> But she does lose because she also, I would say, since she owned her own hotel, oh, was an yeah. up-and-comer in Vegas. Like, she had to work for that, and she's a dancer, so that Well, maybe she hard. has enough... And now it's maybe all Maybe she has enough away. money and connections to get out of, you know, whatever, you know, punishment that they're going to try and lob at her. I bet she's got great lawyers. So maybe it's not her. I don't know. In my mind, there's a chic lawyer and a ninja lawyer who are dressed as they are, as, and they're, they're there to her defense, and they get her out scot-free. Rambo. 
and she just goes back so, to dancing. So does Pandora lose? Six. Okay. Yeah. yeah so yeah. who wins? Pandora loses. Uh, the panther. The panther wins. It got choked out underwater. Yeah, but I think it's gonna have a better life now. It's gonna be taken to someone that actually cares It'll be about euthanized. it. It'll be euthanized. It'll be euthanized. I hope he becomes part of the crew, the Freedom Force. Oh. Or the Force of Freedom. Yeah. So we're saying the panther won. <laughs> I think in the long run, the panther's gonna win. Okay. Yeah. Uh, best dressed pups. Worst dressed yes. is the woman in the pirate kerchief that's doing nothing because her hair is still, her hair is not being held up. Uh, and she's got the nearly arm length yes. purple gloves. I, I think she's worst dressed. I, f- I feel like Bandage Guy from uh, Denver the Last Dinosaur was trying to aspire to this woman in her outfit and headgear. We have to give but it to her. Yeah. She it's is astonishing. The worst by far. Yeah. Did, did we see her again? Um, I know I didn't mention it, but during the um, casino firefight scene, we do see Professor X running from oh, the crowd. Oh, we do. Well, that's fascinating. Oh, then we probably do see her. I don't know yeah. if we see Gloved Woman again, but. That's, that's hilarious. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. Yeah. I'm just gonna take. But yeah. Oh, there she is, right here. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a screen grab of that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Which did you guys enjoy more, Denver Rambo. or Rambo? I, I think I do too, just because of its oddity and. Uh, it's weirder. It was hard for me it's to pay irresponsibility. Yeah, it's, it's a weirder, um, yeah. more morbid curiosity piece. I don't think it's right in yeah. terms of like just out of principle. I don't think it's a right. Mm-hmm. I don't think any yeah. kids should have been exposed to it. But as like a time capsule, it's pretty fascinating. Denver is just, yeah. that might be a little bit too, I mean, we've already talked about Rubik. You can make the same argument. But it's a little bit too sickly sweet and a little bit too um, mm-hmm. grating and dopey for my taste. Yeah, Agreed. Um, update, we do see uh, Gloves Woman and Professor X running from the casino. Well, they're in love. They found each other. So they made it nice. out. They made it out just in time. Oh, there you go. That's it. That's right. Ra- uh, that is Rambo, ladies and gentlemen. And that's Ramjack. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining us in this animation uh, August month. How many more, um, how many more episodes guys get are you con- do of animation August, do you think? Oh, it's one or two. I forget. I feel like you've already done like, I think this might be like the fourth. This is, well, it's a long month. Oh, okay. So. Is this the third? Um, no, I guess it so is So we the had fourth. one out on the first um, we had one out on the 8th. Uh, this should theoretically come out around the 15th. This one? Oh, no, sorry. Because you um, have one in between. Next, yeah. Uh, the, uh, you've already heard the one on the 15th. This one comes out <laughs> on the 22nd, I believe. Yeah, not to get too confusing with the timelines here, guys. but uh, Guys, um, listen, we're all very confused. So there's one more on the 29th. Brad, Brad do you know what month it is now? Do you know, Brad? No. No well, clue. No clue. Um, so this I, is the last I, I do know update uh, James Thompson... Um, one fourth district in Kansas. No word on Brett Welder yet, but we got we got one. We got one definitely. Nice, inch by inch. But this is so. This may or may not be the last episode of Animation August, in which we'll go into September, which is a whole sci-fi September. Yeah, sci-fi. Um, guys, get in contact with us on the Facebook group. Uh, go to our website ramjetpodcast.com and maybe call us if you want. Who knows? Did you guys get my voicemail sure. about the Waltons? Oh. No, there's a. I left a voicemail about how there was a woman on the train watching an episode of The Waltons that I really, I think you should look into that TV show, guys. All right. The Waltons. My mother loved The Waltons when I was a kid, and Why? I hated it. I I leave ooh, those voicemails. They vanish. Oh no, we've got it. I just haven't. I haven't played it. I do remember that now in my head, seeing it. We yeah. just haven't watched it. On the, listen. Can to we it listen to it yet. now? Sure. I don't see why not, guys. This is this is. This is what happens when you send in a voicemail. <laughs> we play it. Hi, Ram 
Ramjack. This is John Parnasek from the Chicago Ramjack station calling in because I have a potential TV recommendation that kind of came out of left field for me on my way home from work. I was stuck on the train in a delayed commute, which was down a tedious mini nightmare that I won't go into. But I couldn't help but notice that this woman uh, seated to my right was watching an episode of a TV show on her smartphone with closed captions. And it's old show, because it's The Waltons. She was watching an episode of The Waltons uh, that is known as The Book. And even from the little bit that I was able to sort of snatch up with my eyes, I was able to understand that The Book is an episode of The Waltons in which one of the older characters, uh, John Boy, his name is John Boy Walton, uh, he, he apparently thinks that his collection of short stories is going to be published. He thinks he's entered into a real publishing deal that will make him a legitimate author. He gets this, you know, uh, this, this pressing of his short story collection and he gets a box of these, these books that he keeps talking about. He's passing them out all over town. And then he brings it to this sort of stuffy aesthete, this intellectual academic sort of amalgamation of visual and <laughs> visual and personality stereotypes. And that guy's like, oh, John Boy, I wish you would have told me about this contract of yours before you actually signed it. Because what this is is a vanity pressing. This is not a real publishing deal. They just let you pay them and they just make copies of your book. You're not really a published author. And he is heartbroken. John Boy is crestfallen, and I think at a certain point he is sort of lured into a dance by one of his very homely-looking brothers. I think his name is Jason. And I just think the Walton looks real corny, and I think that might be primo primetime Ramjack material. I want to pair that up with a Dr. Quinn or a Little House on the Prairie. Don't sleep on that ladder. I think that's probably a Ramjack mine worth plumbing <laughs> into. Uh, but that's it. All right, bye. That was me. I, that was you. Jonathan, we may have to do maybe a Prairie Time Month (laughs) because I I remember that episode of The Waltons because my mother watched it when I was a kid. And that episode in particular uh, stuck out to me. The book. Yes, specifically, because it was weird because I thought, why would they try to bamboozle someone just trying to be an honest Well, apparently you can very easily find The Waltons. I, I think she was watching it through Hulu or something. I don't know what was going on. Um, but if you do a Prairie Month, you could just have that as another excuse to watch more Dr. Quinn. <laughs> Which will there always of, take. There was a lot of weird, like, Waltons in My Little, uh, my little Pony. My Little Pony. <laughs> my House on the Prairie. I meant to say Little House on the Prairie, but then it became mm-hmm. My Little Pony and then My sure. House on the Prairie. There were some bonkers episodes of Little House on the Prairie. Like, just weird shit. There was one where they thought they found gold, but it was, like, not. Like, these kids were, like panning for gold and they're like oh we found gold and they're like this isn't gold but it turns out they did find gold and they didn't realize it and at the end of the episode is just the gold that they found just like in the middle of the river to be washed away but it was real and you're like what the fuck you were on top of a fortune if you're still looking for a November theme Prairie November might not be that bad huh a walk on the prairie. Brad is against it. I can tell right no, now I'm, in his eyes. The same look he had in his, when he was thinking about movie passes. Like, Jumanji 3 is the same reaction he had when watching. What are you talking about? I'm fully for this. You know Jack Black got his start on Little House on the Prairie, right? Okay, well, we're not watching Brad. that shit. <laughs> now, now, now. Just find the episode that doesn't have no Jack, Jack Black. Black. Find the episode. Yeah, no, no Jack Black episodes. Um, that, that, that was fake news. Oh, There's no Alex. Jack See, this is what happens when you... Put fake news into the... Ugh.
it was a joke, but you guys acted like it wasn't, Listen. and I just wasn't sure whether the fourth wall existed or not. I was just sure what's going on. You were in the fountain anymore. outside Jack the Pink Swan Hotel. Jack Black sneaks into shit. Like you got to watch out for him. Jack Black. He'll Jack Black is you. the villain in the Neverending Story Part Three, and that's unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when I turned that shit. Well, off. that's a terrible movie to begin with, but. Oh, goodness. Uh, you can find me on the internet uh, via Twitter. Uh, my handle is J-O-N-P-E-R-N-I-S-E-K. And you can listen to my podcast that I co-host with Brandon Shogney. It is at the trailers. Uh, you can also follow that via Twitter. Uh, the handle for the podcast is at the trailers pod. And remember, guys, the next time you find yourself in a whole heap of trouble, don't turn to the A-Team. Don't turn to the Impossible Mission Force. Don't turn to the Ninja Turtles. You know, don't even worry about Denver. He's too busy sucking and fucking off those dinosaurs. And the Golden Girls, they're too busy sucking and fucking off those cows. (laughs) I suggest, me personally, that you give a little ringy-ding to none other than the Force Now this is the part of the show where Jonathan turns off his Skype and Brad and Alex get to have a little powwow where they talk about how John was wrong about everything and Alex, the coward that he is, reveals that Seriously? he actually agreed with Brad the entire time. <laughs> no, Brad, I agreed with you the whole time. It was that mean bully John who was pressuring me. Oh, Brad, you are my one and true and only master. Oh, that stupid John. How dare he argue against white supremacy? <laughs> What? And also, this is the part of the show where Brad reveals that he's very actually pro-capitalism because Brad actually said, I like a man who makes a, I like a man who makes a buck. <laughs> pro-capitalism. pro-capitalism. That's no. a pro-capitalist statement, a, friend. No, I'm, no. Any, I'm, a, I'm for scheming. I'm for, like, individuals scheming the system. It's a slippery slope. Because when do you become the system, Brad? When do you become the people that you hated to begin with? It's a slippery capitalism slope. No, 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 I no, thought no, I no, knew no. you, the She-Ra in my heart, thought I could pay Peggy with MoviePass, and now I don't know you, friend. You say stuff like... Um, as long as we're in a capitalist system, as long as we're trapped in this hellspire capitalist system, I'm all for people scheming trying to make a buck. Now he's changing his t- tune, Jonathan. Now he's changing Alex, his tune. This is the same tune. Alex, this, the moment I turn off my Skype, you're going to turn to Brad and go, I'm so sorry, Brad. I completely agree with you. Jonathan is so crazy and weird. I, I agree with everything that you say, Brad. Uh, that, that's totally right. Uh, river selling candy and those uh, those white supremacists stealing that crystal from the Hawaiian Islands. They're all the same. They're just trying to make a buck. <laughs> You you can sell candy in a high school hallway, or you can rape ancestral land. It's the same thing. <laughs> Make that buck. Make it. <laughs> that's what's going to happen, isn't it? I'm going to turn this Skype off, and you're. I think you would be disappointed if you stayed on the stayed on the call, Jonathan. I'm going to have FOMO. I'm going to have fear of missing out. I think you two are going to start snipping and sniping at me. No, I don't want to turn my Skype off. And in fact, I won't. We're going to be stuck here the whole night. Huh? Buckle in. It's going to be a late one. Let's talk All about right. the new kids on the block cartoon. Oh, fuck. oh God, I forget. That's a cartoon, oh. and it has live action education segments where they're drunk and looking into the camera and uh, saying things like, uh, yo, uh, books are cool. I, I want to try to find the Mr. T cartoon. That's. Well, that can't be hard. That's, yeah. That's, that's a. Uh, man, there's so many fucking weird cartoons. Can you do the Scooby Doo where Vincent Price is a ghostly head? Hello, Scooby Doo. I like because like the other things that were like on the giant list of things, um, like um, uh, Gilligan's Planet. Oh right, oh, yeah. Gilligan's Planet. Oh, that would be brilliant. That's sci-fi set. That's sci-fi. 
Hmm. You can just make that excuse. It's sci-fi. <laughs> hmm. It's true. What, what else That's was on true. the list? Um, God, there were so many. Um, Gilligan's Planet is also in the same line as that like crazy Laverne and Shirley cartoon where they join the army. And there's like, a pig, there's like a pig dressed up in a military outfit. Uh, there's the Partridge Family Jetsons cartoon where it's a ripoff of the Jetsons, but it's the Partridge Family in the year 2033. Oh, wow. That's coming uh, there's, up. There are some real bonkers premises out there that you got to yeah. find. There's a lot. There's so many. So many. But I'll let you Definitely. guys discuss the uh, the merits of capitalism, that system you love so much. And I'll let you, uh, Alex, you're a coward. Uh, and I'm sure the minute I hang up, you'll, you'll be able to tell Brad, oh, please don't hurt me, Brad. And Brad will be like, oh. I won't hurt you today. <laughs> I like the second I was like, oh, I got I got to snatch this audio from the backup. Got to. It's too good not to have on the end. <laughs> no, no, friend. Uh, I'm Alex. I, I mean, friend, it's come like, on. I, I, you, agree know, with I, you. I, you know, what? I completely agree with you. If we were going to if we were going to vote on it, I would have been with you all the way. Liar. <laughs> it was so, good. <laughs> so good. We have no idea what Alex thinks about really anything. <laughs> all right. Goodbye. All right. Bye. Bye. Right, later, Jonathan. Bye. Bye. Is it gone? I'm a world champion. I cannot be outdone. I'm a winner. I play on the winning team. The one with the steam. Yeah!